Harrisburg Green Dragons play on the Valley. Off the left, he breaks into the clear, into the end zone for a touchdown. Green Dragons. This is Lewisburg Green Dragons football. Now, let's go to the stadium with Greg Wetzel and Justin Michaels. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to tonight's football game between the Lewisburg Green Dragons and the Shiklemi Braves. Tonight's game is a Heartland Conference Division I game. It's also homecoming for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Tonight's game will be played at Bucknell's Christy Matthewson Memorial Stadium. Lewisburg comes into tonight's game with a record of 4-2, and two, and Shiklemi comes into the record with a record of 1-5 and five, five after defeating Central Mountain last week by a score of 13-3. Last week, Lewisburg defeated Bloomsburg by a score of 35-7 in a game that their offensive and defensive lines completely dominated the game, rushing for 270 yards and holding Bloomsburg to under 50 yards rushing. Max Moyers had 192 rushing yards by himself, won 25 carries and scored four touchdowns. Moyers leads the area right now in rushing yards with 1,045 yards and in rushing touchdowns with 15. Shikalimi comes into tonight's game coming off its first win of the season as they defeated Central Mountain last week. Shikalimi will run the wing tee offense tonight, but they're down to their third-string quarterback in Drew Balestrini. They've had suffered some injuries this year, and tonight they're getting a couple of those players back in Lucas Tilford, and they also have, um, oh, I can't think of his name right now, the big tight end. Daryl Lyle. Daryl Lyle back, coming back, too. So uh, they're starting to get healthy, and they're playing with a little more confidence right now. Justin, what do you think about tonight's game? Yeah, it should be a good game tonight. Uh, again, you know, you got to take uh, Shiklamy's record and throw it out the window. They're coming in with tonight with a 1-5, but a lot of the injuries had really hampered their team early on in the season. And you look at the strength of schedule, the, the teams that they have actually played and lost to uh, early on in the season. Uh, they've had a really strong schedule at the beginning of the year. But, and they're playing with a, you know, a little fire this week. They came out and got the first victory last week. As you said, you know, coming coming back with uh, Lucas Tilford tonight, their playmaker, who's a captain. They get Daryl Lyles back, one of their other uh, captains. Uh, big big target, 6'4", 250 pounds. Uh, so, you know, Shiklamy is, is, you know, getting starting to believe a little bit. They're starting to believe. Mm-hmm. The coaching staff had talked about it uh, pregame tonight, how, you know, they had enthusiastic practice. And, and when you're a high school kid, after one win, that does a lot for you. It does a lot for your psyche. But, uh, you know, at the same time for the Green Dragons, they're coming back after uh, a win last week where they got back on the winning page with a nice 35-7 to lead over the uh, win, excuse me, over the Bloomsburg Panthers. And uh, as you said, Greg, it was pretty dominating on both sides of the line of scrimmage from the offense and defensive lines. And uh, once again, Max Moyers had a great week, over 190 yards rushing, four touchdowns. He averaged about 7.6 yards per carry last week. On the receiving end, we saw uh, Brett Newcomb with two catches, uh, one for a 43-yard touchdown. And defensively, we, we saw a great uh, effort all around last week from the Green Dragon defense, led by Draven Dober last week with eight tackles. Two of those tackles were for a loss. Kane Spots had six tackles, as did Andrew Ramirez. Ramirez had six tackles, but he also had an interception that he returned for a touchdown, although that was called back for a block in the back. But uh, Ramirez showing real good signs on the corner uh, position uh, with that pick last week. And then uh, Charlie Blau and Ethan Dominic each had a sack last week, and Ethan Spalding had two sacks. So uh, good showing last week for the Green Dragons, and we're hoping that carries over here tonight. One thing they don't want to do is overlook Shikolimi. Uh, you know, we saw That's that right. a few weeks ago where yep. we overlooked. I think we took Shemokin a little lightly, and uh, I'm sure that was talked about all week this week with, uh, you know, throw their schedule, uh, the record, throw that out. It's a, it's a new week. Let's be focused. Let's be ready to go. It's homecoming here tonight at Christy Matheson for the Green Dragons, and uh, don't want to lose on your home turf. That's right. This is Lewisburg Green Dragon football on 100.9 The Valley.
Blaze Alexander Ford is your premier Ford dealership on Route 45 in Lewisburg. Blaze Alexander Ford prides itself in offering the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle we have in stock. We currently have over $15 million of new and used inventory and over 500 vehicles to choose from. At Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in and be treated the way you want to be treated after the sale. BlazeAlexanderFord.com. It's worth the drive to Route 45. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal, home, and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570 286 5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. For almost a half century, Central Pennsylvania has turned to Glicks in Zealands Grove for the best quality in garage doors, fireplaces, stoves, and awnings. With the area's most experienced installers, you know you'll be getting superior service and premium products from Glicks. It's the family name you've come to trust for nearly 50 years. Glicks on Route 15 North, Zealands Grove. And remember, we're always open on Facebook and Glicks.com. Whether you're an athlete or you enjoy hitting the gym on weekends, when you're in pain, even simple tasks can be difficult. Feeling better is right around the corner when you visit me, Dr. Anthony Diebold, at Livewell Adjusted Chiropractic in downtown Lewisburg. Dedicated to patient-centered care, utilizing evidence-based treatments, I am focused on using my musculoskeletal expertise to get you back to doing what you love. Why suffer when you can find relief? Call me today. I'm happy to help. 570-523-9609. That's the number for Live Well Adjusted Chiropractic at 200 Market Street in downtown Lewisburg. Murray Motors Chevrolet has everything a dealership should have from an experienced sales department, body shop, parts, and of course, full service department with easy, convenient drive up and drop off. Murray Motors Chevrolet has a bigger selection of new Chevrolets in stock, backed by a lifetime powertrain warranty on the engine and transmission. And you always get the Murray Motors price match guarantee. Online at murraychevy.com. Murray Motors Chevrolet, still a half a mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove. Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. This is Greg Wetzel along with Lewisburg head football coach Mark Persing. Coach, last week you had a good win over Bloomsburg. What can you say about your offense and defensive lines after a game like that? Um, you know, make no mistake about it, we just manhandled them up front. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the halftime stats were they had 15 carries for one yard. Yep. Um, so they accepted the challenge that I put on them. Uh, linebackers played lights out, maybe one or two missed tackles. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from a whole defensive standpoint, I think they played um, one of the more complete games that they played all year. I mean, watching the game, you know, as we're watching the game and I'm announced on radio, it's, it seemed like it was always on offense, second five, second yeah. four. It seemed like you were picking up yeah. five, six, seven yards first down all the time. What does that do to you as a play caller? It makes life very easy. <laughs> uh, one thing that we preach and one thing I stress is you have to win first down. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you don't win first down, 
Now the plays that you can call are very limited, and that's when you become predictable because every coach has a certain amount of plays that they like in, you know, second and 12, third and 15. So, right. you know, one thing we preach on a daily basis is you have to win first down. Um, you saw a lot of that power I looked last yep. last week. Uh, we just went back to basics of old school football, got a hat on a hat, and just pushed. Mm-hmm. Um, it really seemed last. like the only time you were stopped when you penalty on first down, yep. or you had second and three, and you had a penalty, a holding penalty, and made it now second and 15, yeah. something like that, and just, that put you behind the eight ball, so it, to speak. It's funny that you recognize that, because as soon as that happens, mm-hmm. on the headset, we're going, that's a drive killer. Yeah. And it, it just takes you out of the rhythm of play calling, it takes mm-hmm. the kids out of the rhythm, because now there's more of a break. Right. Um, yeah. I, so, I mean, there, there are things that we're going to have to get better at going forward if we want to reach our ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. Quarterback Nick Chedleski seemed uh, much more comfortable last week. Is that because he's getting closer to 100% healthy? I don't know if he'll get to 100% healthy with the injury that he had with the high ankle sprain, but he's as close to 100% as he's going to get. Um, he was never the most athletic kid that's going to run for 150 right. yards and make kids miss. Uh, Nick beats you with his mind, mm-hmm. and again, uh, you, you see him walking to the line of scrimmage, and he's barking things out for the mm-hmm. line. Um, he's programmed. He's an extension of me. We preach all week. If we see this look, we don't like this play, so please get us out of it. And he's a kid that you tell him once, mm-hmm. and that's it. So, um, you know, while, while he's not the most mobile right now, um, his mind makes up for it. So He seemed last week to throw the long ball, long pass, exceptionally well. I mean, he had... Yeah. One touchdown pass, but he could have very easily had three or four. Yeah, we, we talked about that. That's the difference between, you know, whatever he ended up for 70 yards mm-hmm. or whatever he finished with 210 yards and three touchdowns. Right. So, again, like stats are misleading. Mm-hmm. Um, they they don't account for drops or, you know, right. busted routes. But yeah. he, he's throwing the ball exceptionally well. We, we noticed that in film. It's actually the tightest his ball has looked in mm-hmm. the air um, probably in the last 13, 14 games. Mm-hmm. So. Um, as long as he continues to develop and get better at that position, we're going to be in a good spot. Okay, this week, Coach, you take on Shiklimi. They've changed their offense since the beginning of the year. They've gone back to the wing T offense. Mm-hmm. How do you think that's helped them offensively? Well, uh, one thing that you can say about the wing T is it, it simplifies things down in the sense of blocking schemes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can see very quickly that they're trying to get a hat on a hat and letting their backs, you know, run in space and make somebody miss. When you get into the spread world and you're asking guys to zone block, mm-hmm. it takes a special high school, it takes a special football player, I should right. say, to be able to zone block and have success. Mm-hmm. You can teach the concept, mm-hmm. but when, when it's talking about executing, uh, it, it's hard for a high school kid to step laterally and still get pushed. Mm-hmm. So when I say it's a special kid, right. you need to be able to be strong laterally, mm-hmm. not just downhill, which most mm-hmm. high school kids are. So, um, they're a physical football team. Um, we expect to get their best shot. It is our homecoming. Right. Um, most coaches use that as motivation that they feel disrespected that, you know, right. you got scheduled for your homecoming. So don't let the record fool you. Um, they're they're going to be a tough, well-coached team. and we, you know, hopefully They seem to have put it together a little offensively yeah. the last couple of weeks. They yeah. started moving the ball. They're, they're moving the ball, yep. and they have athletes. Coach, uh, defensively, I watched a little film of the second mm-hmm. half of the – Central Mountain game. 
man alive. They they are coming after him. Oh, the yeah. second half, they, on the first yeah. half they didn't blitz as much, but boy, in the second half, they really were bringing them. <laughs> when, when your back's against the wall like theirs is at yeah. one and five, mm-hmm. uh, you got to throw the playbook out and you got to see what works. Mm-hmm. And if that's going to be the defense, um, you know we're going to have an offense ready for that type of aggressive mentality. They don't seem to be real big across the defensive line though, but they seem to be very active. They are very active. They yeah. jump around. Yeah. I don't want to say similar to, to Salem's girl because they're an even front and not an odd front, but they've shown uh, some coaches call it like an amoeba front where the right. D tackles get to stand up. And, yeah. Um, I know if, if we do our job, it actually is you know, beneficial to us because now they're standing up, and if we get the fire out, yeah. yeah, it's easier to push. So They probably have the biggest safety in football, and I'm talking pro, college, yeah. high school, everything. Yeah. I don't know the kid's name anymore. I forget his yeah. name, but he's what, 6'3", 250? He's listed at 6'3", 250, and the kid is a man. Um, <laughs> Lyles is his last name. Okay. He's a very physical basketball player. Mm-hmm. He's probably their best athlete overall, so mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's what Coach Tilford's thinking. Yeah, he's a um, big, big he's, boy he's back He's big, there. and he's physical. <laughs> um, he, he sat out a few games last, uh, you know, over the course Early of the last year. few weeks, yeah. but... Um, it looks like he's you know back integrated yep. into the scheme. So, okay, coach, you brought up homecoming earlier. It's homecoming at Lewisburg. How does this affect preparation for you for this week and keep the players' minds, so to speak, on the game? You know, one thing that we've talked about as a coaching staff is that we're potentially going to lose some of our kids for the homecoming court. Mm-hmm. So, whether it's before the game that they announce it or at halftime, you know, we're not going to have any anybody or you know potentially those four kids so we're trying to get as much of the game plan in and committed to memory prior to friday without having the reminders that you typically have on friday so we'll just get here a little bit earlier on a friday and we'll have our walk through a little bit earlier than we normally do just to make sure that we're on the right page speaking of that what time do you arrive at the stadium before a typical home game we can't get on the field per bucknell's rules and regulations till six Mm o'clock so we do our walk through here in the gym and we started around uh, 4.30. Okay. We typically walk uh, walk through till 5.15. We go through all phases. Mm-hmm. And then we give the kids another 10, 15 minutes to get ready. But we try to get down to Bucknell at like 5.45. So okay. we have a little bit of time to get off the bus, mm-hmm. you know, move the legs around a little bit. Right. So we're not just getting off the off the bus and onto the field. So about 5.45, we try to arrive. Okay. Okay, Coach, let's talk about some players here. Let's talk a little bit about Josh Ghost. He's playing center for you, and he also plays some defensive tackle for you. Josh Ghost is athletic. He's nasty in, in a good sense. He's nasty. And uh, he's the leader of the line up front. Um, wasn't named the captain, but I don't think that has anything to do with you know, if you're right. a leader or not. He sets the front. He tells kids where they're going. He's an exceptional shot putter. I believe he took yeah. fifth in the state. So right. he has some pop in his hips. He mm-hmm. has some pop in his hands. And, I mean, he's been phenomenal for us from day one. Um, you know, last week and during the radio broadcast, I uh, the announcers cursed. You know, I, have, you know, I said to uh, my play-by-play partner, I said, you know, Josh Ghost hasn't had a bad snap all year. Mm-mm. And the next one was on the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can know that one's on me, okay? <laughs> okay, and the other one is uh, freshman Ethan Dominic. You know, you don't see a lot of freshmen play at any level. Mm-hmm. And last year you were blessed to have Max Moyers as a freshman come up, and now Ethan Dominic this year. Talk more about Ethan. Uh, Ethan came highly regarded from the junior high staff. I remember Coach Castles telling me, you know, Max was physically ready 
last year to play. Mm-hmm. Um, he, and, you know, Coach Castle said, Ethan is physically ready, but they're a different type of player. Ethan's mm-hmm. a little bit more athletic in the sense of flipping his hips and catching a ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so we integrated him right in the summer, uh, you know, second team, earned his way to first team, had the freshman slip up, yeah. um, you know, got banged up a little bit. And just about week three or four, he finally got healthy again, and we started to integrate him into the offense. And, you know, the rest is history. He's not coming off the field. No, he's, um, he's playing a lot for you right now. Yeah, he's, he's going to be a special player. And, you know, I'm sure the other coaches in the Heartland Conference aren't too happy no. that it's going to be Max and Ethan for the next three years. That's right. So, he had a long run call back last week yeah. against Bloomsburg, and he could have thrown his first touchdown pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's uh, – the, the trick play was just something that I wanted to get in, on film. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we went in an unbalanced formation, an yep. overload formation. We covered up the tight end, and I was, I was seeing how the corners were playing. If the mm-hmm. corners were trying to get involved in stopping the speed sweep, then we were going to call the you right. know, speed sweep pass. And, um, you know, was it the right time to call it? I don't know, but now Schick has it on film, so it's something I have to practice for. It was there. (laughs) That's for sure it was there. Hey, Coach, good luck this week. This is Greg Wetzel for 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com. Nurses, accountants, waiters, and welders. Anyone can be injured on the job, unable to function properly. It affects your work and everyday life. Coach soccer, carry groceries, carry your child. No one has helped more people heal from work injury and rebuild their lives than the Workplace Injury Institute at Shemokin Dam Health Center. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind. Turbotville National Bank is now in the palm of your hand. Introducing mobile banking. Check your balance, pay a bill, or transfer funds all from your phone wherever you go. It's secure and convenient. Your personal information is protected even if your phone is lost or stolen. Plus, deposit a check with your phone's camera. So download the free app today. Sign up or visit ttnb.com slash mobile to learn more. Turbotville National Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. We all have a path in life. Some play on the field. Others prefer jogging along the riverfront or being a weekend warrior. Wherever your path takes you, we will keep you on it. At UPMC Susquehanna, our top-rated orthopedic team, sports medicine specialists, and rehabilitation professionals are the team behind the team. Call 570-321-2020. Blaze Alexander Ford is your premier Ford dealership on Route 45 in Lewisburg. Blaze Alexander Ford prides itself in offering the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle we have in stock. We currently have over $15 million of new and used inventory and over 500 vehicles to choose from. At Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in and be treated the way you want to be treated after the sale. BlazeAlexanderFord.com. It's worth the drive to Route 45. 
Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. 10 days of deals going on to October 15th. Huge discounts on in-stock vehicles for the next 10 days. We have the all-new 2019 Ram Bighorn in stock with up to 7600 in discounts and a few other Rams with discounts over $10,000. Now those discounts are huge. We also have 2019 Jeep Cherokee Latitude Pluses in stock with $4,500 off. Plus, we have over 75 more Jeeps. So come into Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Sunbury today during the 10 days the deal event or give us a call at 988-JEEP or see all the deals at ZimmermanJeep.com. Tonight's game's homecoming, as we said before, for Lewisburg. They're four and two. Shiklimi's one and five. And realistically, the winner of this game, uh, it's really big in the district standings, which we'll talk about later, just in a halftime and stuff like that. But this is a big game for Lewisburg in terms of the Heartland Conference one. Certainly, title. yeah. Yeah, tonight, uh, big implications here, obviously, tonight. Uh, Lewisburg has Shikalami yet. Next week, Jersey Shore. And uh, that'll wrap up. Uh, we'll also uh, wrap up. That'll wrap up the Heartland Conference right, for us. Right. We're sitting with one loss, that one loss to Shimokin. So tonight, obviously, obviously very imperative. Each week, you want to win. But tonight has that, uh, basically, the Heartland Conference won. And then another game we'll be watching tonight will be that Seelands Grove Shimokin game as well. Right. Seelands Grove sits with one loss in the conference as well. That loss to Lewisburg, first game of the season. So, uh, you know, it would be nice here tonight if, you know, that game back and forth with uh, Shimokin and Seelands Grove, if uh, Shimokin would be able to knock off Seelands Grove and then uh, Shimokin lose later in the season here uh, as their schedule plays out. They have uh, tonight Seelands Grove. Next week they have uh, Danville, then Shikolami, and then Mount Carmel. So, um, you know, hopefully we can take control and uh, control our own destiny here by just winning out. Yep, this week in Jersey Shore. And the other thing is they're both 4A schools which helps in the district seedings. Again, we'll talk about that at halftime. But th those are things that we have to start looking at now as this is the seventh game of the season. Yep. Yep, we've got to continue week to week, take a look at that. And, and we'll follow all those games as we'll keep an eye on the Blaze Alexander Ford Alltown scoreboard throughout the week. Uh, or excuse me, throughout the broadcast here tonight. Uh, we'll have some exciting games. We'll follow along. It'll be, as we talked about, Schmokin's at Seals Grove. Warrior Runs at Bloomsburg. Williamsport's at Pittston. Milton is at Wellsboro. South Williamsport is at Central Columbia. It's Loyal Sock at Mifflinburg. Berwick at Hazleton. It's Muncie at Montgomery. Jersey Shore is at Southern Columbia. So that'll be a good game there to follow along mm -hmm. tonight, Greg. And our Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week that we'll keep an eye on is Montoursville at Danville tonight. Both teams coming in tonight with a 5-1 and one record. So uh, both teams sitting atop at the District 4 3A standings with 5-1 and one records. So, again, that's Montoursville at Danville. It'll be Hughesville at Mount Carmel and Lime Mountains at Newport tonight. And, again, there are some of the games that we'll be following along tonight on the Blaze Alexander Ford Alltown scoreboard. A beautiful night for football. Justin, uh, we've really been blessed with good weather this year for us so far uh, in the 2018 football season. Nice crowd here tonight for Lewisburg. As we mentioned, it's homecoming. And there's a lot of alumni out sitting in the stands tonight. Uh, under the tents, they got some food before the game. Uh, met some uh, alumni from prior to. I was out there about 5 o'clock and got to see some 
former classmates, things like that. So it was kind of nice to catch up with them tonight. That's, that's always a good time, homecoming, seeing the folks coming back, seeing the alumni coming back, and you see some of these jerseys coming up the steps yeah, here. We do. An old, right. school, an old school 32 jersey there. That's uh, pretty neat to see. And uh, what I like what you talked about is the food idea, Greg. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> see if any makes it up to uh, our press box here tonight. That would be <laughs> nice, wouldn't it? That would be real nice. So. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing that we have to mention tonight, too, is the Sh with the Shiklimi Braves, they do have their third team quarterback starting for him tonight, but getting Lucas Tilford back into that lineup, is he's probably the best athlete on that team. Yeah, yeah, he's their captain. Uh, injured his ankle the first game of the season against Danville, and uh, really, Shiklimi has been limited on offense uh, throughout the season, and uh, they get him back tonight fully healthy. Uh, we'll see him line up in the backfield, basically a fullback situation. They'll line up uh, and go from a Delaware wing T set, and uh, don't be surprised that they'll get back to their spread a little bit now as they got Tilford back, and they also got Daryl Lyles, the big uh, right. tight end that they put in the slot sometimes. 6'4", 250 pounds, so he tried to use his size for a mismatch against the Dragons' defense tonight. And, you know, sometimes he's going to be matched up against Andrew Ramirez. Yep. And yeah. he's going to have 100 pounds on Andrew and over a foot, foot. Yeah. you know. Yeah, the big So that's going to be a huge, could be a huge difference in tonight's game. But that being said, I think Wolfsburg wants to force Chick Lemmy to throw the ball yep. because that is definitely the weak spot of their offense. Yep. Uh, with Drew, Drew coming in, Drew Balistrini, their third-string quarterback coming in, young young sophomore, good, overall great athlete, mm -hmm. uh, good baseball player, started on their baseball team last year for Chick Lemmy that played Lewisburg in the districts. But uh, it's going to be a good opportunity for him to get some reps tonight. Right now, uh, looks like Schicklin will be coming out first, and then the Green Dragons. Uh, but it's uh, 
Something I think tonight it's imperative that Lewisburg gets off to a good start, Justin, not like they did down at Shemokin, but like they did last week at Bloomsburg, where they just essentially took the ball and ran it right down the field for a score. Yeah, establish that line of scrimmage right away up front, and I think, you know, it's an advantage that I think the Green Dragons have week to week is just the size of our, our line and our ability to control that and, uh, you know, put some drives together. And uh, I think it's going to be, you know, I, I didn't see the toss, Greg. I honestly missed no, it here beforehand. I it, yep. And uh, so we'll see what, what goes on here with the toss and see what the Green Dragons, you know, elect if they want the toss, if they want to receive and uh, take off right away, right away. And uh, I'm sure we're going to be seeing a lot of Max Moyers here tonight. You know, watching film from last week, Justin, uh, of the Schicklemi game, Yeah. first half was a pretty evenly played game between the two schools. Yep. And uh, Central Mountain was winning at halftime 3-0. to zero. Mm-hmm. But what happened in the second half, Schicklemi decided to essentially man up on the outside against their receivers. And they did a good job covering him, but they sent six, seven guys on every play to stop that running game and put pressure on their quarterback. And they held, I think they held uh, um, Central Mountain to under 30 yards of total offense in the second half. Wow, that's pretty impressive. And, and I think that's the key tonight. If Lewisburg can pick pick up those blitzes yep. and get Max Moyers or Ethan Dominic for that yep. matter, one-on-one in the secondary, you're going to see some huge plays from the Green Dragons. Yeah. That's good. I see uh, Gavin Sheriff back tonight, coming yep. back from Gavin's injury. Gavin's back from yep. an injury. Yep. yep. I saw him at practice this week. So it's good to see him back on the field. Yep, it is. Uh, he was excited to get back, too. I mean, every week I, I go out there, and he's sitting there saying, oh, two more weeks, one more week, you know, and he was ready to practice. And it's great to see that enthusiasm get back in there because that boosts the other players also. It definitely does. The other thing I think we need to talk about, Justin, a little is last week Nick Shedleski, Although his stats weren't the best last week, he threw the ball really well last week. Really well. His deep ball is just uh, amazing. And that's to talk to individuals, you know, I see out, out and about. And it's just for, for a young high school kid, uh, you know, he's a junior, only a junior. And that's what people forget. He's a three-year starter, but only a junior. He's got another year after this year. Just the maturity that he has. Uh, you know, he's up reading defenses, changing plays off. And we're really seeing him develop with that ability. And then at the same time, he's looking off his receiver. So often you see high school quarterbacks, they just they stare down their primary receiver and they don't go through the progressions at all. And Nick's doing a tremendous job with that. And then that deep ball that he throws, I mean, he's a 43-yard touchdown pass. It's a 43-yard touchdown pass in the stats. But when he was rolling out with the pressure, that's a good 50 yards. That he was, it was. He was yeah. lofting the ball down to Brett Newcomb last week. So uh, he's, got, he's got the arm, he's got the ability, and it's really been nice to see him mature and progress over these last uh, few years. He's also had two other passes that could have been touchdowns, long balls that were dropped. And, yeah, uh, yep. So, like I said, his stats could have been much better last week than, than what they were. But they were effective in keeping the Bloomsburg secondary Keep them honest, honest. And that's the thing. That's yeah, exactly you right. You know, uh, and that's what we're going to see throughout the time. So when you got the leading rusher of the area, you know, scoring 15 touchdowns on the ground, 16 overall, they're going to they're going to load the box up, and they're going to say you're going to try to try to beat us in the air. And uh, that's right. We got that. We got that capability, and uh, we can burn them. Losberg has won the toss, and they have deferred, so they will kick off to start the game. They'll be going right to left. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what Lewisburg does. Like I said, if they can force Shikalimi into a passing situation, I think last week Balestrini was 3 for 13 for, you know, around 30 yards passing. Yeah, so, and he had three interceptions last right, week. Right, and he had three interceptions. So that's what they, the Green Dragons want to do, take away that run and force the Shemokin, uh, the Shikalimi Braves to throw the football. Okay, it looks like Jack Diefendorfer is going out to kick off for the Green Dragons this week. 
Uh, Jack was injured a couple weeks ago, so he's missed the last two two football games. <clears throat> Going deep for the Ravens, Zaki Nev- Nettles and... Can't see the number over on the far side, Justin. Yeah, with these uniforms, I can't see either. Shickle uh, me coming out with white, white jerseys, and uh, tonight you can barely see their numbers. <laughs> I, I think it's. Uh, I, I don't even want to take a guess. Um, but Stephen Durper is getting ready to kick. He's a right-footed kicker. He approaches the ball. Low kick. It's about the 25 bounces and picks up of the eight by Nettles, and he's out to the 31-yard line before he's brought down by Drevin Dobler and Ronnie Ronnie Lentz on the play. So Shiklin has decent field position starting out the 31. Yeah, just a line drive kick there. Nettles picks the ball up and just uh, has some blockers in front, gets out to the 31, and as you said, that's where uh, the Braves will take over. The other thing that that Schicklemi has done different this year is than any other team in the area is they've gone back from the spread offense to the wing tee to try to make better use of their offensive people. But guess what? They come yeah, out they and come spread, out spread to start right the away. game. Balestrini, the quarterback, in the shotgun formation. Lyles is split out wide to the right. There's motion this way. Ramirez comes up and blows the play up. Misses Lyles in the backfield, but he is then brought down by Lentz. After maybe a pickup of a yard on the play, good recognition by Andrew Ramirez there. Yeah, we definitely, uh, good defensive preparation there. Ramirez read it all the way and just jumped. And that's, Andrew Ramirez has been playing a great corner position for the last several weeks here. Had the pick last week and uh, just showing good awareness. Minier and Lyles to the right. Shotgun formation for the quarterback. Wortman, uh, Wortman is the running back. Again, motion to the right. Ramirez comes up, looks to his left. Balestrini pulls the ball down. He's going to run. He's out to the 35 and tackled on the play. It looks like Graydon Feldman there brought him down about the 36-yard line. So we'll bring up third and five. And So Schicklemi has gone out of character here, Justin, and th- looking to throw in the first two plays of the game. Yeah, and uh, nothing there. Balestrini, smart play for the young sophomore, keeps it, just rolls out, picks up a positive four yards there, sets up a third and five. Here they go to their wing T look. Balestrini under center. Three receivers to the right now. Pro set in the backfield, give off the side to Tilford, breaks it outside. He has the first down to the 44-yard line. First down for Shiklimi. Just a power sweep to the right there. Yeah, putting Tilford, you knew third down there, third and five ball was going to him, come off the right side there, and uh, gets the first down. So first and ten for the Braves on their own 44-yard line. The ball's resting on the right hash mark. Balestrini brings him out. And they have Tilford split out to the left. Lyles to the right. Three backs. Now they switch. And Tilford moves to the backfield. Three to the right side. And it looks like they have some movement on the line there. So it'll be a five-yard penalty against Shiklemi and make it first and 15. And that's the problem, Greg, when you, when and no dis, disrespect to Shiklemi, but when you try to get too fancy there, right. you get to, you're trying to get trying to draw a defense and uh, just shoot yourself in your own foot there. Too much motion and uh, Shiklemi jumped there and obviously backs up five yards. So it sets up a first and 15 for the Braves. Now on their own 39-yard line, again, they break the huddle, and this time the wide side of the field is to left, and that's where they have three receivers. 
Balestrini under center, gives the Tilford on a sweep to the left. He's up to the 40, breaks a tackle, where he's finally brought down by Draven Dobler at the 44-yard line. So he's back to the original line of scrimmage, second and 10. Yep, just this time off the left side for Tilford. Gets back to the line of scrimmage, picks up five, running hard. Obviously coming back from the injury, but looks good, though, for the, for the yep. Braves back. Second and 10, ball in the 44. Again, Balestrini is under center. Three receivers to left. It's almost like an unbalanced line. There's a fumble on the snap. Balestrini is rolling out to his right. Throws the ball downfield and dropped by the receiver who was open. There's linemen downfield there, but they're not. Yep, they do have a flag on the play from the far side. Uh, Balestrini did a nice job keeping his composure there, but off the offensive line took off running downfield. See yes. what they, Lewisburg elects to do here. Looks like it was a bad snap. And uh, Balestrini tried to play the Warren Burner, pick it up, and roll out. But yep, it is Lyman downfield against Chickalemi. Wolfsburg <laughs> will take the penalty the way it looks. Loss of down. Yep, that is loss of down, and it pushes it back five yards. So now it is third and 15. We'll call it the 40-yard line. Third and 15 for Shiklemi. Got to watch this matchup here on our near side here. Back to pass is Balestrini looking for Tilford deep down the field. He has spread there. He is open, and Newcomb comes over and makes a great play defensively from the safety position. Ball hung up a little because initially he was open. Yeah, he initially was open. It was a deep, deep throw down the left side there, and that's something he, we just got talking about, the good things that Nick Shedleski does. There we saw a young quarterback just staring down his primary receiver from the snap and just locked his eyes on him, and safety help came right over right. with Newcomb. They had coverage with uh, Coleman Witherwright as well, so good play there by Newcomb, recognizing from a safety position, come over and knock it away, and now the Green Dragons get the ball back as they force the punting situation from the Braves. Ramirez standing in his own 30, a good snap. Nice punt spiral going to the right side of, for Ramirez, and it will go on the bounce about the 25-yard line. So about a 35-yard kick there for the Schick Lane Braves, and Lewisburg will have field position at their own 25-yard line, the right hash mark, first and 10. 8.53 to go in the first quarter of a scoreless game. So now I'll see where uh, the Lewisburg Oaks decides to do, what kind of formation we're going to come out. It looks like uh, we're bringing uh, bigger pa- uh, now he Call him back off yeah, the sideline. Looks, looks like, like we're, we're going to the spread. Yep. Unless we're running the wing and uh, putting Ramirez on the wing and Moyers in the backfield. And that's what we're doing. Moyers is at full back. Dominic's on the left wing and Ramirez on the right. Ramirez is in motion. Give the ball to Moyers up the middle. Falls forward for maybe two yards in the play. Second down and eight for the Green Dragons. Yeah, just off the left side there. Bring a man in motion. Quick handoff. And uh, the Moyers off the left side. And now we're going in, bringing two new receivers coming in. So Lewisburg will now have second eight. Ball's not quite on the right hash mark. Lewisburg's moving right to left. Shaleski's in the shotgun formation. Brown is to his right. With the right. To his left. And Dominic. Back to pass. Looks to his right. Throws it out to Brown and through his hands. Incomplete pass brings up third and eight for the Green Dragons. Yeah, they're, they're the type of passes we got to haul in here to keep these drives together. It was just a little quick uh, curl, 
uh, hitch, and uh, Shabeski threw it there, just not able to haul it in. It's going to step a third and eight here for the Green Dragons. Third and eight, the ball resting on the 27-yard line. Green Dragons break the huddle. Josh goes over the ball. Shotgun formation. Moyers to the left of the quarterback. Two receivers to the left, tight end to the right, and a wide receiver, Brown. Back to pass. Looking to his left. Like a Has wide a wide-open receiver, Dominic, down the left sideline. Catches, oh, in his hands and drops it. Would have been a first down easily, and then on the other side of the field for the Lewisburg Green Dragons would have had an easy first down. He might have taken that one the whole way. Yeah, we ran, uh, we had twins on the left side there, and uh, Dominic was coming out. He ran like a, a curl out, out and up, and uh, I'll tell you what, he was wide open, and Nick just laid it out there, just not able to haul it in. He's going to force the three and out for the Green Dragons, and uh, Braves should get decent field position here. Dakota Snyder in the punt. Good snap. Low kick received at the 34 by the Braves by Jan Allen out to the 45 who returns it. Good return and great field position for the Braves. First and 10 on their own 45 with 727 to go in the first quarter. Yeah, just not a good opening series there for the Dragons. Uh, had had some receivers open, Greg, just not able to connect. Yep. Uh, was there. We just got to gotta relax, get back into rhythm here. So Balestrini gets the call from Coach Tilford. Goes into the huddle. See what kind of offense they run now. He comes out under center. In the backfield, you have Ulysses Mercado. Gives the ball to Doy up the middle. Falls forward for a gain of about three yards that time. That was Jeremiah Herring, who's their leading rusher on the season right now. Pickup of, call it three, out to the 48, make it second and seven. Yeah, Herring had a two scores last week for the Braves. Had 12 carries, 113 yards. Second seven for the Braves, and that's something they're happy with, a three-yard gain on first yeah, down. Yeah, they'll take it. They're going to yep. work the clock down. Three receivers to the left. Valstrini under center in motion all over. They can call that. It looks like they're going to call it on the left end of the of the Braves, which will make it now second and 12. Making some mistakes that they can't afford to make. Now that's the thing. That's the third penalty so far here early on for the Braves. Now they look like they're going into their spread offense as some guys come into the game for the Braves. Joel Durr is now in. And Tilford's back in the game along with uh, Daryl Lyles. Tilford's going out to the left. Minier is going into the slot left. Two receivers to the right. Motion to the left. Balestrini's in the shotgun formation. This time there was a timeout by Schickling as there was some confusion, looked like, on the part of the Braves there, no, not knowing where to line up. Yeah, I had two guys lined up on both left and right, and the guy goes back in motion, and then a little, little uncertainty, and the coach calls timeout there for the Braves. Let's take a quick look at the uh, Blaze Alexander Ford Outtown scoreboard here early on in the first, and Shimokin jumping out to an early lead, 7-0 to over Seelands Grove. Bloomsburg has a 7-0 lead over Warrior Run. Central Columbia is out to a 3-0 lead over South Williamsport. Tri-Valley has a 7-0 lead over Millersburg. Mount Carmel out to an early lead here in the first 7-0 over Hughesville. And they're their only scores here early on in the first on the Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard. Six fourteen to go in the first quarter. It's a 0-0 ball game. 
and Shiklem is facing a second and 12 from their own 43-yard line. They got to keep an eye on Tilford here. It looks the Braves been going to him early, often and early. That long, deep pass play we were able to break up with the hand of the ball off yep. as well. So, Okay, and the matchup we've been fearing, Ramirez on Lyle over here, one-on-one on the right side. Yeah, definitely a different uh, size differential here. Looking out to his left, Balestrini pulls it down, rolls out to his right. He's at the 45, the 50, and out of bounds about the Green Dragons 49-yard line. Pickup of about eight on the play. So we'll bring up third and four from the Green Dragons 49-yard line. And that looks like a design, just a quick quick hitter as far as a pass. If it's covered, pull it down and take off. And that's what uh, Balestrini did. Rolled out to his right, got a nice positive game there for the Braves. Don't know why the clock's running right now, Justin, but it is because he went out of bounds. This time, Tilford's out left, three receivers to the right, back to pass, looking for a screen pass down the middle of the field. Good pass to Lyles. He's at the 30, 40. He breaks it. He's out to the 30, 25, 20, 15, brought down about the 16-yard line. Andrew Ramirez brings him down at the 17. They're going to spot it. First and 10 from the 17-yard line. Yeah, 32-yard pickup just hit the big big guy, Darrell Lyles, 6'4", 250, and uh, good job by the Braves. They're setting up the screen, and Lyles just made a couple guys miss, gets downfield, and you know, I hate to say it, but it looks just two weeks ago, Greg. Yes, it does. Coming in on a lesser opponent, and we're just not playing up to snuff. Under center, they ship, sh- shift into uh, shotgun formation now. Tilford in motion, gets the ball in the jet sweep to the right, cuts it inside, a hit, and brought down by... A fumble on the play, but it was uh, Graydon Feldman that read that play perfectly and stopped it for no gain, second and ten. Yeah, good stop there by Feldman. And laying a good hit on there and jarring that ball loose. Fortunately for the Braves, they were able to get on it. Second and ten, under five minutes now to go in the first quarter of scoreless ball game. Palestrini's under center. Lyles, the big receiver, to the right. Pro set in the backfield. Straight back to pass. He's working, looking for Lyles in the end zone. Throws the ball out here short and dropped in front of him. Good good pass is in the receiver's hands. Uh, Evan Bingham just couldn't hold on to it. Yeah, it's the second one he dropped there on that rollout. He had him coming off on the right side, and uh, Bingham just not able to haul it in. So it's going to set up a, a third and ten here. It's four down territory. 4.36 to go here in the first quarter. 0-0 game. So Balestrini calling the play in the huddle. They break the huddle. Pro set in the backfield. Lyles split out wide to the right, tight end to the left. Draw play up the middle. He breaks it to the 10, and he's inside the 10 to about the 8-yard line. It's going to bring up fourth down and a yard. Good pick up there on the play by... uh, was that Mercado that carried the ball? No, no it was Jamez Herring. Yes, Herring was the ball there. Got ball Green Dragon down on the field here on that. So that's not something they could afford to have happen there, Justin, because they had him in good, good deep third down play there and let, let him get a nine-yard run. Yeah, nine-yard gain and uh, you know, brings the ball down to where they spotted about the eight-yard line. Yep. And uh, just, not, just not a good sign, not a good sign here, too, as we got an injured player down being 10-2 right now by the Lewisburg trainer and uh, team physician. 
sitting off. That's uh, Draven Dober. Yeah, Draven so. Dober. I think he's going to be okay, but he has to come out for a play at least. Yep. So it'll be fourth down and one from the eight-yard line, and uh, the entire playbook is open here for Shikalemi. They come out on the field. Palestrini has him in the huddle. Breaks the huddle. Herring is the running back behind the quarterback. Turn, give the ball to Herring. He breaks it and falls forward to the five. First and goal on the five-yard line. Yeah, picks up three there. Just uh, just running hard as Herring just off the right side there. And uh, it's going to be, as you said, first and goal here. And this is not the start that the Green Dragons need. No, it's no, not. It's playing lackadaisical and uh, down to 340 here to go. His clock ticks away, and uh, you give a team like Shikalini like this, coming off their first victory last week, you give them any you know, momentum right here early on. Lyle split out wide to left, Tilford to the halfback of the backfield. Tilford off the right side, hitting the backfield and dropped. They're going to maybe a loss of a half yard in the play, back to about the five-and-a-half-yard line. Good defensive play there by the Green Dragons. Yep, good defensive stand there, getting in and uh, making the tackle. Tilford was coming, trying to come off the right side there and filling our gaps, doing a good job there, and uh, sets up second and goal from the six. Well, we're going to mark the ball in the five. Five-and-a-half. Five-and-a-half, yep. yep. Second goal, Dobler's now back in the game for the Green Dragons. Good sign. Yep, Lyles is split out wide to left. Tilford again, the halfback. Give the ball, the fullback up the middle, and he breaks home, breaks into the end zone for a touchdown for Shiklimi Braves. Yeah, Jermez Herring off the left side there had a good lead block there by, uh, looked like Tilford getting the block, and he just followed him in. And the defense uh, for the Green Dragons just coming out lethargic and uh, gives up the early score here as Shiklimi comes in, takes the early lead here, 6 to 0, with 2.59 to go in the first quarter with the PAT attempt on its way. So 6 nothing for the Braves. In the kick is Josh Gittens. Good snap. Balls down. The kick's up, and it's good. And the Braves take a 7-0 lead with 2.56 the rema- remaining in the first quarter. And like you said, Justin, this is something the Green Dragons did not need to nope. have happen. No, not at all, especially like we, we keep saying, a team that was 0-5 that gets their first win last week. They're, they're You know, you heard the coaching staff talk about it from Shiklamy. They had a great week of practice and preparation. Kids are believing, getting guys back that are healthy. And uh, on the opposite sideline here on our near sideline, we got our heads down. we gotta got to forget about that real quick and uh, turn things around here. It's only the first quarter. we got to come out right now and be focused. Uh, we had guys that were open in our opening drive, dropping balls. we got to come out right now and uh, haul those things in. And as we wait right now, there's uh, officials, uh, officials' timeout right now on the field. Just equipment adjustment as the Braves will come out right now to kick off to the Green Dragons. So it's 2.56 here to go in the first quarter. Shickley Braves lead the Green Dragons by a score of 7-0. Braves will be kicking off going left to right. Back deep right now for the Green Dragons is Ethan Dominic and Andrew Ramirez. Kick it off for the Braves. His sophomore, John Gittens. And he t- 
tees it up. And he kicks it to the left side. Squibber goes to Dominic. He misses it, and it's going back to the two where he picks it up, goes into his own end zone, trying to come back out, and he's tackled right there at the two-yard line. So you talk about a turn of events here in momentum. It's all on the Braves' side right there as he wasn't able to field the kick there, and uh, Shikley did a great job getting down downfield. So Shikley playing early here with a lot of momentum. And uh, here the Green Dragons will take over with 2.44 to go here in the first as they trail by a score of 7-0 from their own two-yard line. And the Green Dragons come out with uh, full backfield here. And they decide just a quick quarterback keeper where Nick Shaleski comes up under center and uh, just taps the center for a quick snap, takes it forward and uh, gets the ball out to about the four-yard line. So it's going to set up a second. Eh, they're going to give him three yards, so it's going to right, right before the five-yard line, so they're going to give him a spot of three yards on the carry for Shedleski on the quarterback keeper. The Green Dragons come back out with the same formation, two fullbacks and a halfback in the back. It's a handoff to Moyers off the left side, and he's not going anywhere. He gets back to the line of scrimmage, and it's going to set up a third down here for the Green Dragons. It's going to be third and seven here. And it's real imperative right now that the Green Dragons put a drive together here and get a first down just based off the field position because the, the Braves haven't been back here. And they have all the momentum on their side. Third down and seven for the Green Dragons. Power formation. Give the ball to Moyers off the left side and maybe gets two yards. So we'll bring up fourth down and five. Just not, just not, Greg, what the uh, Green Dragons wanted here tonight on homecoming because not able, you know, get pinned back there on the kickoff. And now set up a, a, it's a three and out setting up where Dakota Snyder's going to punt from the back of his own end zone. So Shiklamy's going to get great field position once again. Good snap to Snyder. Booming punt out to the 47-yard line. Makes No, yes, he does makes one guy miss, but... Spalding is up again and brings him down about the 39-yard line. So 39-yard punt there with uh, about a 7-yard return. Puts the ball at Lewisburg's 39-yard line. So if we could draw it up, Justin, this is exactly what Schickling wanted to do. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, they're going to take advantage of it here. They're not going to be rushing. They got the early lead here. They're going to continue to pound the ball. And uh, they, they've been going with uh, – they've – Giving the ball three, actually four different guys here early on tonight. And uh, I, I expect right now, again, here they're going to continue to pound the ball. Understenders, Balestrini gives it to Herring up the middle. He's at the 36-yard line, falls forward. We'll call it a gain of three on the play to the 36, makes it second seven. Yeah, they're just picking up not huge runs, but they're picking up good chunks, and uh, they're happy with it. They come back you know, right. to their huddle, and uh, you know, it's, uh, it's just two different teams out there right now, one playing with a lot of emotion and one not playing at all. It's just... Uh, yeah, right now, Schick, let me just, like you said, they're winning the battle up front. Oh, yeah. They're just blowing the Lisburg defensive line back. Yep. Break the huddle. Chick Lemmy has some good size in the offensive line. Palestrini's under center, split out wide left is Lyle. Back, to, no, just a rollout by Balestrini. He's at the 35 and maybe to the 33 yard line. Brings up third and four from the 33. And that probably will be the last play of the first quarter. Is we're under 10 seconds and the clock's running. 
So that's the end of the first quarter with the Shiklumi Braves leading the Lewisburg Green Dragons by a score of 7-0. to zero. This is Lewisburg Green Dragon football on 100.9 The Valley. Hey, guess what? What? It's the fall season. I'm aware. The corn maze is open at Colstony Hill Tree Farm. We usually go in late October. I want to get the fastest time this year, so we got to get there early and often. This has nothing to do with the maze time. You just want to get there early to pick out a Christmas tree and see all the ornaments. That's just a bonus. The Colstony Hill Tree Farm corn maze is now open. Visit colstonyhill.com to see the hours, buy tickets, and more. And preseason tree tagging has started, too. Hurry up! Don't you dare start singing It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year Already. Colstony Hill Tree Farm, Mexico Road, Milton. There's no running the plays off the cuff when it comes to buying your flooring from Oberdorf's Carpet One. They have all the latest styles and flooring products, and even more importantly, you'll find the black shoe, no-nonsense player, straight-on approach to solving your flooring dilemmas. There's never a high-pressure, gotta-buy-the-deal-of-the-day. Only sound advice and great plays to assist your flooring purchase. You're a member of the starting team at Oberdorf's Carpet One, just south of Lewisburg. Go Green Dragons! Hey, we're back here at Christy Matthews Memorial Stadium. We're at the end of the first quarter. The Shiklimi Braves lead the Lewisburg Green Dragons by a score of 7 to nothing. And Shiklimi has a third and four on the Lewisburg 33-yard line. And I think it's imperative, Justin, that Lewisburg gets a stop and keeps uh, them we, from scoring here. We have to. Uh, we have to right now. It's just, you know, you talk about the emotions and the, and the momentum. And Shiklimi's playing with a lot of emotion and, uh, you know, a lot of... A lot of motion, a lot of momentum right now on their side. They're coming out and uh, heavy underdog, but you know what? You couldn't tell by uh, by the play that we saw in the first quarter. No, that's exactly right. We're waiting right now as uh, yeah, they're taking in, some time to introduce some distinguished single- alumni. Yeah, yep, Justin. Yep. That's one thing I can say about Lewisburg. It's this homecoming is a first class, as you talked about, Greg. You know, prior to the game, out underneath the tents with right. a nice. Nice meal, you know, getting a chance for uh, some alumni to get back together. And uh, good crowd here tonight for ho- for homecoming. And uh, a nice presentation here taking place as uh, as we're you know, waiting here to start the second quarter with uh, the 50-yard line. So, yeah. Okay. Again, I, I would think it's two running plays for the Braves here, Justin, because they're definitely in four-down four down territory. territory. Yeah, they, they yeah. know that they're just... Yeah, you know, they're gonna they're gonna roll the dice. They're gonna go. They're gonna pound. I would expect to see Herring get the ball again. You know, off that right side. They're going to him strong on that right side. And yeah, yeah, like you said, it's four down territory. So they get uh, they got two plays here. Lucas Tilford looks like he'll be in the backfield along with Herring. They have two tight ends. It looks like in the ball game also. So it'll be interesting to see what the Green Green Dragons do defensively here to hopefully stop. The Braves. Oh, we got to be careful because they could hit us for a flag. If you remember last year, Greg. I do. Yeah, we got it. And that was at Jersey Shore. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> we got here. I mean, uh, looks like the officials are, are actually good-hearted about it. What's yeah. going on? And they're they're letting it go. Yeah, which is very good. Last yeah. year we saw that unfortunate <laughs> turn of events where we got flagged. And that was we got flagged for Jersey Shore's short. homecoming for yep. being them being late. Yep. Uh, it was the strangest thing I ever saw. <laughs> But the officials have that capability for a delay a game. On, yep, they do. So, uh, but this this crew very fortunate to to work with us here tonight. 
And now the teams are back, going back out to the field. They did come to the sidelines, both teams, to talk to their coaches and will be ready to go here shortly. Um, the only thing, maybe this is killing Schick's momentum, Justin. That, I'll tell you what, <laughs> you're right, Greg, you're right. Because they're asking him just to slide yep. off the field. Okay. And they have slid off the field, so we're now ready to play football. This will be the first play of the second quarter. Again, Schick Lemmy is leading by a score of 7 to nothing. As the referee blows it ready, blows the whistle ready for play. Ball's in the left hash mark. Schick Lemmy is now moving right to left. Tilford in the slot. Lyles without wide to the right. Back to, no, a quick handoff up the middle and falls forward to about the 32, but I think we might have a face mask on the play. There is a face mask on the play against the Green Dragons, which will give the Braves a first down. It was bringing up a fourth and three, but there's a face mask that will now make it first and ten for Shiklimi inside the Green Dragon 20-yard line. Yeah, just, uh, again, we start second second quarter off here, not any better than the first. It uh, looked like we had him dropped at the line of scrimmage. Back at the line of scrimmage, we get a face mask, and uh, it's going to be a five-yard yeah, face. Five yard so face it's going to march the ball down to about the 33. 20, 20. Yeah, excuse me, yes. Yep. So first down for Shiklimi. Pro set in the backfield. Trying to draw Lulzberg offside on two. Give the Tilford around the right side. He cuts it in. He's at the 25. Makes a man miss and st- trips down at about the 17, 16-yard line. That'll be another first down. And the only thing that stopped him was a bug on the rug. Yeah, his own speed. In. Yeah, 16 yards off the right side there for Tilford. And as you said, Greg, if he wouldn't have tripped himself, he was in the, in the end zone. So first down from the 16-yard line. Now the ball's on the right hash mark. Tilford is now wing right. Bingaman in the backfield along with Herring. Turn, give the ball to Herring off the middle. He's at the 15 and hit there by Ronnie Lentz and brought down maybe a gain of a yard on the play to the 16. Yeah, good tackle there by Ronnie Lentz. Was able to wrap up and roll with him and uh, not let him get out there. So good stop there by Lentz. Second and nine. Ball's at the 16-yard line. Bingaman now goes to the right. Lyles split out wide left. Ball to Tilford along the right side again. He finds a hole there and runs in to, uh, is that Ben Salage? Yeah, I ben think Solage. he ran. Yep. Falls forward to 11, so a pickup of five in the play, but there's a flag on the play, and this one might be holding. I'll tell you what, the Braves are just shooting themselves in the foot because this could be really out of hand here early on. It really could be. That's their fifth penalty here early in the first half. Because they're controlling the line of scrimmage here tonight. You know, that's one thing we talk mostly that we see in favor of the Green Dragons, but not tonight. The Braves are really controlling the line of scrimmage, and uh, they're picking up big chunks in all these carries. So, See what they're doing on the penalty. Yep, they are going to take the penalty. I was going to say it's a spot of the foul, yeah, so, so definitely take it. Foul's about the 16-yard line, so it'll be a 10-yard penalty back to the 26-yard line, which will make it essentially second and 20. Second 19, second 20. It's close. The Braves come out, and this time they're in their power formation right now. We'll see if they switch. Tilford is to left, Wiles to the right. They, they switch out of that, and illegal procedure against the Braves, which will back it up five more yards. 
Yeah, just not disciplined at all. No. Actually had two guys moving there, jumping, and uh, you know the Braves showed that they can move the ball. It's just That's that right. they shoot themselves in the foot here with these penalties as a sixth penalty here early on. Falls back to the 31-yard line. They have to go to about the six-yard line for a first down. <laughs> Lyle to the right, Tilford in the backfield. Braves stay at home this time. Back to pass Ballastrini Street, trying to throw a pass down the middle to Bingaman and just overthrows him about the 10-yard line. He had a step on the secondary, but the ball was overthrown. It brings up now third down and 24 from the 31-yard line. Yeah, that time Bingaman was wide open, and just uh, the quarterback just couldn't get it to him, uh, just overthrew him. And again, we gotta gotta play smart right here, Greg. We gotta recognize it's 30-24. Right. Keep everything in front of us. We cannot let guys get behind us like we just did. Third they throw down. Ball there, they score. That's exactly right. Come to left is Min Minier. Tilford in the backfield is the right halfback. Balestrini under center. Fakes it to Tilford, throwing Delisles down the right sideline. He has a step on Ramirez. Ramirez is there, and he doesn't get it. And touchdown, Lyles has a well-thrown ball there by Drew Balestrini. Yeah, well-thrown ball there by Drew right down the field. It's just a it's just a go route, fly down the field, use the size separation. It was third and 24, and it results in a 31-yard touchdown pass from Drew Balestrini to Darrell Lyles. And the Shiklin Braves take a lead, 13-0 here in the second quarter with 9.55 to go. So Josh Gittins in to try the extra point. Balestrini's the holder. Waiting on the snap. Good snap. Kicks down and it's up and hits the upright and I think bounds through. It does. And Shiklemi takes a 14-0 lead with 9.54 remaining in the second quarter. Yeah, uh, it was just a good thrown ball there. And they just use the size differential. Lyles is 6'4", 250. And uh, just over Andrew Ramirez there just goes up. Ramirez had good position, was right there with him step yeah. for step. But just uh, the size differential. And Lyles comes down with the ball. And uh, next thing you know, Shiklemi's got a 14-0 lead here over the Green Dragons. Yeah, it wasn't bad defense at all there by Andrew Ramirez. It's just he's given up a foot yep. to, the, to the receiver and about 100 pounds. Over, well, over 100 pounds. Yep. So Lewisburg's going out in the field to receive the kickoff, and last time that was not the best thing that happened to the Green Dragons. Now we got to get in the game right here because we got to get our heads on straight right now. A lot of game to be played left, but uh, Shiklin coming out with the early momentum here, and uh, you know we we just got to keep our heads up and, and one play at a time here. We got to right now get on get on the scoreboard. Yeah, I think this is a big drag, uh, big drive for the Green Dragons, just from a confidence standpoint. One hundred and ten percent agree with you, Greg. You know? Because when you're dealing with high school athletes right now, we talk, we talk about about the the momentum, and Schick has it all on their side right now, and uh, Lewisburg hanging their heads, just looking at each other, saying, "What's going on?" Back deep is Dominic and Ramirez, standing about their 15-yard line. Kitten's getting ready to kick off. Approaching the ball. Nice high kick going to Dominic at the 11. He's out to the 15, the 20, 25, cuts up the middle and falls forward to about the 32-yard line. Nice return there. They're going to mark at the 31. First and 10 for the Green Dragons on their own 31-yard line. got to get back to pounding the ball here, Greg. Yes, we do. Now we have some field position. Maybe we can do something with that. Looks like they're going to go a spread offense, Justin. 
They have Witherite and Dominic split out wide to left. Brown and Ramirez to the right. Moyers to the left to Shaleski in the shotgun formation. Motion by Dominic. Back to pass to Shaleski. Looking downfield. He's hitting the backfield. Fumbles the ball. And it looks like Shaleski falls on it about the 26-yard line. Yeah, very so lucky. So a loss there. of five. Yeah, it looks like Nick lost his... Uh, his helmet, so I don't know if he's going to have to come out for a play. Uh, yeah, I believe he does have to come out for a play. Might have lost his mouthpiece. So, no, Shaleski doesn't have to come out. It must, he must have taken the helmet off for some reason. Same formation for the Green Dragons. Warriors to the left of the quarterback. With the right split out, wide left, brown wide right. Motion by Ramirez to the left. Back to pass. No, he gives it to Moyers up the middle. Hit hard and tackled about the 30-yard line. A pick up a four there by uh, Ulysses Mercado. Good tackle there. Yeah, it's, uh, tonight it's only Moyers' fourth carry of the night here. Fourth carry of the night, and I have him unofficially for nine yards. I gave him three yards in that one carry, Justin. I thought it might be only be two, but it was ended up they had it out to the eight. So... Third down and 11 for the Green Dragons from their own 30-yard line as they break the huddle. Brown to the right. With the right, and Dominic split out wide left. Moyers in back backfield to block. Shaleski throwing down the field, throws wide out there. So it's a three and out again for the Green Dragons. Yeah, just not able to convert at all and move the chains at all or the Green Dragons offense. And, you know, that play there, that's something to look at right now. And, uh, and talk about is coming back as Moyer stayed back in the block. And I'll tell you what, he was wide open here in the flat. If we yep. would have, so, you know, hopefully the coaches up here beside us saw that and we can dial this back up. So Dakota Snyder in for his third punt of the night. Gets a good snap. Good punt. Hits about the 32, bounces yes. to the 25 and picked up there. By Shickley Brazier, he turns it and steps out of bounds about the 33-yard line. So not bad field position for the Brazier. He does a good job picking that up because that would have rolled for another 10 yards probably. Yeah, because Dakota that time got got the ball away from it. It took a good green dragon bounce, but give the return man for uh, Shickley, you know, credit. Was able to pick that up and uh, could have rolled a lot further. So first and 10 for Shickley on their own 33-yard line, the right hash mark. And we'll see what the green dragons can come up here with and play some defense. <laughs> Spread out right is Ryan Castillo for the Braves and looks like, uh, okay, they didn't have a delay of game there or anything. Motion in the backfield that time by the right halfback and there's another penalty against Shikalemi, which makes it first and 15. That's, he's talking, that's seventh, seven penalty on the Braves and, uh, Again, they, they just move the ball. They're moving the ball pretty well. But uh, just imagine what they could be doing right now if they want to be shooting themselves in the foot here. The ball's now on the 28. Green Dragons got to force a three and out here. It's, Four uh, turnovers. Yeah, got to get, got to make something happen here. Balestrini has done a good job. You really have really controlling this offense here early on. Balestrini under center, motion to the right by Bingaman. Give the ball to Tilford on the counter play up the middle. He's at the 40. And breaks a tackle, and it falls forward to the 42. So a pickup of nine yards in the play makes it second and six. 
I don't know, Greg, what's going on. Our defense is just playing really, really soft. I, I, I don't know. They're, uh, they give uh, give Shiklamy's line a lot of credit. You know, they're creating some big holes, and then they're lulling us. We're bringing, coming up to the line, filling the box, and they're able to, you know, open up the passing game. Shiklamy breaks the huddle now, second, six. The ball's resting on the 37-yard line. Balestrini under center. Gives the ball to Tilford. Oh, it's an inside reverse. Defense well. Ethan Dominic tripped him up in the backfield. He falls forward just shy of the 40. So it's going to bring up third and three from the 40-yard line. We'll, uh, it's a long three, a short four. Seven minutes to go in the second quarter. Shiklemi leads by a score 14 to nothing. Yeah, it was a reverse Cut back up there by Herring, was the, the final guy carrying the ball there, and good read there by Dominic, forced it back, and then uh, Dakota Snyder finishes it up. Castillo coming to the left. Off uh, Tilfer along the right side, and he gets hit right at the line of scrimmage. Maybe falls forward to the 41, so it'll bring up fourth and two from their own 41-yard line. What do you think? I think they go for it. It wouldn't surprise me if they did, but with a 14-0 lead right now, I'd punt it away. Unless they try to draw them off sides. That would be the other thing. They're going for it. Play clock's down to 12. They are going for it. This is a gutsy call on their own territory, leading 14-0. Down to two. They're trying to draw them off sides, and they, that Very should good. be a penalty against the the Braves. Uh, and the reason I say that, it's a timeout against the Braves, but the quarterback can't move his head like I that. I was going to say that the play clock was down yeah. way before, too. The but they called were... a timeout. Schick, let me call a timeout. So they will punt the ball now, which I think is the best move to make, really. Yeah, you got with a two-score lead. Yep. lead. Yep. And only six minutes to go in the first half. So good job by the defensive line there to uh, stay in off out of the neutral zone. Yeah, Shiklamy's come in and they, they played it, played their cards in their favor here. I mean, really run the clock down. They've got this early score, two score here, lead 14-0. Now it's just going to be ball control. You know, that's uh, exactly right. Change of field position here, and uh, so it, we got we got a barn burner here. The, the Green Dragons just haven't been able to show anything that. Uh, you no, know, anything with able to move the ball at all with nope. three, three and outs. Gittins in the punt. He's standing at his own 30. Ball's on about the 42. Waiting for the snap. Good snap. The punt is partially blocked. Hits it to 50, and the Braves down at about the Lewisburg 49-yard line. So that could be a break to get the Green Dragons going. Yeah, it could be our smoking damn house center backbreaker play of the game if we can be able to score off that good play there, getting a good pressure in and, and blocking the punt. And that's the best field position here tonight for the Green Dragons early on with 5.57 right now in the second quarter, trailing by two scores to the Braves of Shiklone by a score of 14-0. So it's first and 10, going to be from the Green Dragon 49. Something they haven't done yet tonight is try to run outside, Justin. Maybe they have to do that to open up something in the middle. Wing left. Motion by Dominic. Gives the ball to Moyers off the left side. He's at the 50. Hits a man and falls forward to about the 47. Pick up a four in the play. Second down and six for the Green Dragons. And that's 
the biggest offensive play of the night. Yep, four yards, and uh, that, you're exactly right. That's that's what it is now. You just got to get in a rhythm here, and just the line line has to take over the line of scrimmage here. That, that's right. Slot left, wing right. Motion by Dominic. This time they give the Dominic around the right side. He cuts up side and hit right at the 46-yard line. Maybe a pickup of a yard on the play, but Ethan Dominic brings up third and five. They just can't get anything going right now. Nothing. And that, you know, give Shickley credit. They, they sniffed that out. The linebackers came in, closed that gap, and nowhere to go. And it sets up, you know, right now we've got to. We got to move the sticks here. I think right now the way way we're playing, it's almost four down territory, Greg. I think yeah, we have you to could be right. Yeah, got to get points on the board somehow here. Same formation. Chileski in the shotgun, back to pass, looking to his right, throws out here to Brown, and hit there, but no interference call. Good defensive play brings up fourth down and five for the Green Dragons. And it looks like we're going to punt. 4.53 to go in the first half. It looks like, like you're right, that they are going to punt. Good good spot to get a fake here. Yeah. Dakota Snyder standing on his own 40-yard line. Waiting to punt. Good snap to Dakota. High punt this time. Not real deep, but a high punt hitting on the 15, bouncing backwards. And it looks like it's touched by a Shiklimi Brave, but he just gets it and falls down about the 21-yard line. Yeah, dangerous play there by the yeah. Brave. So you should stay away from that. So a 25-yard punt by Dakota Snyder puts it on the 21-yard line. First and 10 for Shiklimi with 4.42 to go in the first first half. Let's take a look at the Blaze Alexander Ford. Uh, out of town scoreboard here in the second. It's Shimokin 13, Seals Grove 2. Bloomsburg has a 15 to 8 lead over Warrior Run. It's Milton and Wellsboro in the second at 0 0. Central Columbia has a 31 to 6 lead over uh, South Williamsport. Loyal Sock has a 7 to 0 lead over Mifflinburg. Montgomery has a 7 to 0 lead over Muncie. It's Southern Columbia 27, Jersey Shore 0. It's Danville. <laughs> 14, Montoursville 7 in the second. And again, that's our Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week. And that's Danville with a 14-7 lead over Montoursville. And it's Mount Carmel with a 28-0 lead over Hughesville late in the second. And again, that's your Blaze Alexander out-of-town scoreboard here in the second quarter. First and 10 for Shiklemi. Balls resting on their own 21-yard line. Lyles comes out, split out wide to the left. Valstrini under center. Gives around the right side to... Tilford, he's broken down there, but he cuts back to the left and maybe picks up a yard on the play to the 22, makes a second nine. Good play there by the Lewisburg defense. They, everyone stayed home and denied that cutback. Exactly, Greg, and you just said it. Everybody stayed home and uh, limited him for the big, big gainer there. Second down and nine, 4.15 to go in the first half. This time it's pro set with Tilford to the right of the quarterback. Valstrini's under center. Back to pass. Looking to his right. Looking for Lyles deep down the field. Good position by Ramirez. It's almost. Yeah, good oh. defensive pass. I mean, good defensive coverage there by Andrew Ramirez. Yeah. Brings up third and nine. Is they're, they're trying to pick on that. Uh, that size differential that they had. Yep. And, you know, you can't blame them. It's, uh, you got a, you got a big kid there at 6'4", 250. And uh, Ramirez, uh, you know, I don't even know what we list him at. <laughs> Andrew Ramirez, let's see, I think I have it here. 
We have a 5'6". 5'5", five, five, 140 pounds. There you go. 5'5 five, five versus 6'4". So the Braves are definitely trying to take advantage of that height separation. Third down now. Tilford comes wide left. Lyles wide right. And they have single coverage over there. That's... We got to call timeout. Yep. We got to call timeout. Nope. They're throwing a middle screen again. They're not getting it. And they're being chased in the backfield. But he gets away and battle screen. He runs for a first down. Hitting the backfield would have been about a six, seven yard loss. He breaks that tackle, runs for a first down to the 32 yard line before he steps out. So a pickup of 11, 10 on the play. First and 10 for Shiklimi, under four minutes now to go in the first half. Just blown defensive coverage all together. They came out with trips on the left side. We only had two guys covered, Greg, and then right. uh, Balestrini, you know, felt the pressure rolled out, was able to get the first down. Balestrini again under center. Up the ball to Herring, up the middle to Herring, and falls forward to about the 36-yard line. Pick up a four in the play, brings up second and six. Yeah, nothing could go better, it, you know, for Shiklami here in the first half. Everything's going their way, and uh, nothing's going well at all for the Green Dragons. Hanging hanging our heads and hands on our hips, just not a good sign here. But 325 to go here in the second quarter. The Braves have a 14-0 lead over the Green Dragons. Again, under center is Balestrini. Gives the ball to Herring up the middle. He breaks one tackle and then hit and brought down... I think that was Ronnie Lentz that brought him down there. After no gain on the play, brings up third and six for Chickalemi. Real good tackle there by Lentz. He was coming downhill there and put a big hit on Herring there. And uh, now it's third and six. The ball under three minutes now to go in the first half. Yeah, Chickalemi's in no hurry. No hurry at all. Braves break the huddle. Castillo to the right, Tilford in the slot, back to pass, looking to his right, Balestrini throws the ball down the field and throws it out of bounds, so it'll bring up fourth down now for the Braves from their own 36-yard line, 231 to go in the first half. You know, right there, just uh, Balestrini rolling out to his right, just a little off target there, but I'll tell you what, Greg, we're not getting much pressure on him. Yeah, you're right, there's not a lot of pressure. He's able to set his feet and really square up to put the ball out there and uh, showing his athletic ability out there making some plays tonight. Gittins in the punt. Good snap. This time he gets the punt away. Ramirez catches it about his 34. He's to the 40. He's to the 45. Makes a guy miss. He's to all the 40. He has one guy to beat. And he breaks that tackle. He's going all the way for a touchdown. Andrew Ramirez, 60-yard punt return. Makes the score now 14 to 6. A great job by Andrew Ramirez. Good blocks downfield too. We only we we brought the pressure, Greg. We brought 10 guys in on the rush and almost got into that punt again. But uh, Ramirez did a nice job and got some blocks downfield, and that's just what the Green Dragons needed there. The offense hasn't been able to move the ball at all tonight. And I'll tell you what, that could be the second quarter Shemokin Dam House Center backbreaker play of the game as Andrew Ramirez takes it back for the punt return touchdown. And they cut the Braves' lead 14-6 to here with a PAT attempt on its way. Andrew Ramirez is the holder. Spalding's the snapper. Jack Diefendorf's kicker. Good snap. It kicks up. And it is good. So it's now 14-7. to 
Good individual effort there by Andrew Ramirez and a good block downfield. I couldn't see who that was that threw the block downfield for him. I think was that, that sprung was that Spalding off the side? I think it side? was Ethan Spalding. Yeah, made a nice sure. block. So it's a 62-yard uh, punt return for Andrew Ramirez, showing off his speed and getting off to that side there. Good blocks downfield, and uh, again to cut that lead. The offense not able to do anything here in the first half tonight. So special teams coming up with a big play, and again that's got to be our second quarter. Smoking Dam House Center backbreaker play. Uh, the second quarter there. That's the Schmokendam Health Center backbreaker play of the second quarter. It's the Schmokendam Health Center offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and much more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. And the Dragons needed that, Greg. Oh, boy, did they ever. Do you know, I don't know how many plays Shiklemia has run tonight. The Green Dragons have only run 12 offensive plays tonight. Yeah, Shiklemia has just really controlled the ball tonight. Time of possession is really in their favor. Okay, Jack Durfer is getting ready to kick off. Ball's resting on the right hash mark. Jay Young Allen is deep for the Braves. Along with Zaki Nettles. Durfer is approaching the ball. Good high kick this time. Coming to Nettles at about the 8-yard line. He's up to the 15, the 20. 25, breaks a tackle, and is brought down about the 32-yard line. We'll see where they spot it. 31, it looks like they're going to spot it. Good tackle there, open field by Graydon Feldman, bringing him down. So, you know, and he didn't, he wasn't in a hurry there. He, he uses blockers well to get out there. Yep. He, uh, so Braves don't have bad field position with 2.03 to go in the first half. Ball's on their own 31-yard line. Now, we, we get a little momentum back on our side here, Greg, and we got to get a, a three and out here. We, we really we, do. We really do. We cannot give up a big play here. That has to spark some life in the Green Dragons here defense. And Okay, Ballestrini's under center. Unbalanced line left. Give the Tilford off the left side. Hit at the line of scrimmage and brought down after a gain of a yard in the play uh, by Draven Dobler. But the guy who made that play really was Dakota Snyder, who... Tied up the blocker and wouldn't let him get to the outside. Cut yep. him inside. Made him go cut cut yep. back in inside. Let your linebackers uh, make that play. It looks like they'd, uh, we call a timeout. Yep, Lewisburg calls timeout. Yep, 152 to go here in the second quarter. Trying to get the ball back. Lewisburg uh, has two timeouts left, Justin. Yep. And, uh, you know, that now you can just see it's it's amazing how high school athletics and the, the emotions <laughs> and, and the big word momentum, how it can swing. And after that uh, punt return by the Green Dragons, you can just see the sideline now picks up and says, hey, we're back in this. And that's what you need. You need somebody to step up and make a play. And we've seen Andrew Ramirez uh, throughout this uh, season making some plays on defense. Yep, he really and, has. Uh, they're returning that punt back to the house for 62 yards. So uh, good uh, good turn of events here for the Green Dragons. But they got to keep, you know, got to keep making the plays here. Do not give Shiklemi an opportunity here to even get a first down. We can force a three and out and get the ball back with some time on the clock and you know, we're going to get the ball to start the second half, so. Wide side of the field's to the right. If I'm Schick Lemmy, I run the ball again to make Lewisburg use another timeout, though. Lyles is going out there, and, and if I'm Lewisburg, I give him some help out there, Ramirez some help. Look at just a spot pass out there to Lyles, and Ramirez brings him down. One-on-one, on one, a good double leg takedown there by Andrew Ramirez after a pickup of one on the play makes it third and eight. 
And that's what uh, the Braves are looking for. You know, they're looking for that mismatch, and they can get in Lyle's hand. The size differential, we talked about it, 5'5 five, five to 6'4, but it's 240, 250 pounds to 150. Yeah, if, yeah, I mean, soaking wet, he's probably yeah. 140. Yeah, exactly. Let's be realistic. And, and, I mean, give Andrew a lot of credit there. He goes down with that double leg takedown and uh, brings Lyle's down. The Green Dragons use their second timeout. It's a third and seven here with 141 to go in the second quarter. Shickley has the ball. Yeah, leading with a score by 14 to 7. Again, if I'm Schick, I still run the ball here. Yeah, you got it. You got to force them to I, use their timeout. That's exactly right. I know clock stops after first downs, Justin. But, yep. you know, Lewisburg's going to get the ball back maybe with at their own 35-yard line if they hold them here. Yeah, but, and no uh, timeouts. Right. So you got to believe in your defense then to... So the Braves break the huddle. Balestrini will be under center. Lyles is split out wide right. Tilford is split out wide to the left. Pro set in the backfield. Back to pass to Dostrini looking for Tilford down the middle. He's being chased by Dakota Snyder and brought down. And a fumble on the play picked up by Drevin Dobler. And he runs it into the end zone for a touchdown. Right there, that's the kind of play that with a team that's 1-5, you shoot yourself in the foot with a minute 35 to go, Greg. And, you, and instead of running the ball and forcing Lewisburg to use a timeout and putting it back, they they roll out the quarterback and Dakota Snyder comes around with a strip sack and Draven Dobler is there to pick it up and take it back to the house and cut the lead to 14-13 right now with a PAT attempt on its way. And you talk about that word momentum. It's on the Green Dragon side. Yeah, not. I don't think he knew. Ballast, I don't think Ballastrini knew that Dakota Snyder was coming that time. Yeah, just not a good play call there by the Shikolini team. Looks like there's a penalty in the play. It looks like Shikolini might have jumped. Yeah. They're calling offsides against Shikolini, and that will move the ball just forward. It's a shame they can't decline that and take it on the kickoff. But they did blow the they blew the play well, dead, dead, so yeah, they have to the do it again. 14-13, 128 to go. And that really uh, has changed the momentum. And you know, Justin, what that does too is it's one in five chick limit. Here we go again. Yep, they start hanging their yep. head. They come out yep. to a 14 nothing lead. And now all of a sudden those guys are looking at each other and saying, hey, <laughs> here it is. Yep. Uh, we can't make it happen. Ethan Spalding with a good snap. Ramirez puts it down. The kick's up, and it is good. So we have a 14-14 ball game with 126 to go in the first half. And... Who knows? That could be our backbreaker play. Yeah, it could be. We've had two great plays there by the Lewisburg uh, special teams and their defense uh, coming through. Strip sack there by Dakota Snyder and a heads-up play there by Draven Dobler to stay with the play, pick up it, and and take it back for about 32 yards out. Fumble recovery there and uh, tie this game up at 14. And, uh, you know, Shiklamy couldn't have anything go their way better in those first, uh, I would say, first 20, 22 minutes, essentially, of the ball game. Yeah, it's just uh, and now um, yep. now the Green Dragons and the offense hasn't been able to do a thing, but uh, between special teams and the defense have been able to put those four, 14 points on the board. Okay, let's see. Jack D. Federer is getting ready to kick off. Ball's going to be put down the 40. Jack was looking over to Coach Persing for some last-minute instructions. What Jack is really good at is just... He's good at kicking off, don't get me wrong, putting the ball deep and in, in high in the air. But he also is good at placing the ball. 
if you want to on the left, if you want to kick to the left, he could do that. Kick to the right, he could do that. Uh, even an onside kick, he's good at. Diefendorfer approaches the ball, kicks a little line drive, hits about the 25 and picked up at the 20 by Tilford. He's getting outside, and he breaks that tackle again, tripped up by the turf. Maybe Andrew Ramirez helped that. Ball's down the 38-yard line. Yeah, we'll see what Shiklamy does here. You know, they had a, a third and long. That's right. And they passed the ball uh, on the last series there, and there's a minute 20 left. So, you know, are they going to just, you know, try to run the clock out and go into halftime with a, a tied score of 14-14, or are they going to try to try to put the ball downfield here? And, and uh, again, you got a young quarterback here that's coming off of just giving up, uh, you know, giving up the strip sack that he gave up the fumble. Tilford doesn't look like he's running off the field very quickly there. He had that ankle sprain. He's not limping, but uh, he went down kind of strangely there, you know, with the tripping and stuff. So he might have hurt himself just a little. Coming in is Ulysses Mercado, that running back for the Braves. They break the huddle. In the backfield is Joel Durham Mercado, Balestrini under center. Give the ball to Mercado off the right side. He's at the 40, 45, breaks the tackle. He's across midfield to the 48-yard line of the Green Dragons. Picks up 14 on the play. First down for Shiklemi with 112 to go in the first half. And they have one timeout remaining. Yeah, they're huddling to the line of scrimmage here. Well, now. They're going back and letting some time go off the clock. Break the huddle. Balestrini gives it to Mercado again off the right side. This time he's hitting. Brought down about the 45-yard line, and Schick Lemmy calls a timeout with 55 seconds to go. Yeah, picks up three there, and uh, Schick decides to call their timeout, use their uh, final timeout. Yep. It should be, I think, their final timeout. 55 seconds left to go here in the second quarter. Score tied at 14. Ball's resting on the Green Dragons' 45-yard line, and... Wolfsburg does not want to give up a score here in the last minute of the first half. Now, now Shikolami has, has shown the ability to move the ball here tonight. And, uh, you know, Lewisburg has not. I have uh, Lewisburg right now, Greg, in the first half unofficially. I've got them right now with uh, basically we got 16 yards total offense. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a lot. We've got 16 total yards here in the first half for the Green Dragons. And it doesn't take me long to do the statistics here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's not a good sign. We're going to have to, you know, put a stop here right now. It's uh, second and six from the Green Dragon 45 as uh, the Braves have the ball here with 55 seconds left to go. And, uh, again, you're going to – looks like the way Lyles is lining up here, uh, the ball might be coming to him. Back to – nope, he gives the ball off the middle. And he's hit – it. Uh, just keeps his legs churning to about the 40-yard line. They're going to let him push forward to about the 39. A good run there by Joel Durr. The clock's running. Bring up third and two. 35 seconds to go. Under center, Balestrini back to pass. Looks to his right. Throws out to Lyles. Catches the ball. A great tackle by Ramirez. First down at the 35-yard line, though. Just a little spot pass, Justin. And Ramirez comes up. Makes the one-on-one tackle. 26 seconds to go, first and 10 on the 35-yard line. And the Braves spiked the ball that time. Now the clock's down to 21. 
21 seconds to go. Second 10, the ball on the 35-yard line. And now he's almost forced to pass. I've got another run, and the first half is almost over. Yeah, that's right now what the Lewisburg defense has to be talking right now is, you know, know where we're at. Keep everything in front. Do not let anybody get by us here. And you got to believe they're going to go to Lyles again. And we're going single coverage yeah, with them. They are going single coverage, and they give it to Lyles over there on the left side, and they tackled him inbounds. So that's a big play because they're down to 15 seconds. Clock's running. And, you know, he holds that ball with one hand. That could be knocked out there quick, very quickly. Yeah, just not a, again, not a good smart play call Four there by Schicklemi. Four seconds to go. Schicklemi spikes the ball, and there's a penalty on the play. I don't know it. what that is. They weren't set. Schicklemi wasn't set. Didn't look like they were set. We'll see what happens here. Waiting for the officials. Uh, looks like they're going to put some time back on the clock, maybe. The ball's right now at the 29-yard line. Looks like Lewisburg's going to decline the penalty. Sweet. And that means the clock will have run out. Yep. Okay. There's... They're going to take the penalty. They have to take the penalty, it looks like. So mark it off back to the 34-yard line, which will bring up third down and roughly nine yards. But that's not important because there's only one second on the clock. So this is the last play. They have Tilfer split out wide to the left. They have three receivers to the right and a shotgun formation for Balestrini. Back to pass is Balestrini. Steps up in the pocket. He's just going to run the ball, and he's tackled about the 26-yard line after a pickup of eight on the play. So that's the end of the first half with the score. Lewisburg 14, Chickalimmy 14. This is Lewisburg Green Dragon football on 100.9 The Valley. For almost a half century, Central Pennsylvania has turned to Glicks in Zealands Grove for the best quality in garage doors, fireplaces, stoves, and awnings. With the area's most experienced installers, you know you'll be getting superior service and premium products from Glicks. It's the family name you've come to trust for nearly 50 years. Glicks on Route 15 North, Sealands Grove. And remember, we're always open on Facebook and Glicks.com. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. Turbotville National Bank is now in the palm of your hand. Introducing mobile banking. Check your balance, pay a bill, or transfer funds all from your phone wherever you go. It's secure and convenient. Your personal information is protected even if your phone is lost or stolen. Plus, deposit a check with your phone's camera. So download the free app today. Sign up or visit ttnb.com slash mobile to learn more. Turbotville National Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Turbotville National Bank. 
Whether you're an athlete or you enjoy hitting the gym on weekends, when you're in pain, even simple tasks can be difficult. Feeling better is right around the corner when you visit me, Dr. Anthony Diebold, at Livewell Adjusted Chiropractic in downtown Lewisburg. Dedicated to patient-centered care, utilizing evidence-based treatments, I am focused on using my musculoskeletal expertise to get you back to doing what you love. Why suffer when you can find relief? Call me today. I'm happy to help. 570-523-9609. That's the number for Live Well Adjusted Chiropractic at 200 Market Street in downtown Lewisburg. We're back here at Christy Matthewson Memorial Stadium on the campus of Bucknell University. We're at Lewisburg's homecoming. The game between Shikalemi and Lewisburg is a 14-14 tie. And a game statistically, Justin, that has been dominated by the Braves. Yeah, it definitely has. Uh, as we talked, you know, here briefly, it's just has not been a good night at all for the for the Dragons. Uh, 12, 12 yards of total offense. Uh, we've been we've been four possessions forced to three and out on every possession. We haven't converted a first down at all tonight, and uh, we're very fortunate to be tied right now at 14 with the Braves as the Braves just continue to control uh, control the time of possession here early on tonight. Let's take a look at our quick scoring summary. It was with 2.59 left to go in the first quarter. It was Jamez Herring for the Shikami Braves going in from six yards out on the touchdown run, and the PAT attempt was good, and the Braves take an early 7-0 lead. And then in the second quarter, with 9.55 to go, it was Drew Balistrini throwing a 31-yard touchdown pass to Darrell Isles. The PAT attempt was good, and the Braves jump out to a 14-0 lead. And as things just weren't looking good for the Green Dragons, their special teams step up. And with 2.15 left to go in the second quarter, it was Andrew Ramirez taking a punt and going to the house from 62 yards out. And with a good PAT attempt, they cut the Braves' lead to 14-7. And then they force... Shikalemi to a third down with a minute 28 to go in the second quarter. They get a strip sack from Dakota Snyder, forces a sack, and Draven Dobler from his linebacker position falls the play up, picks it up, and takes it in from 32 yards out on a defensive uh, touchdown strip sack return for the touchdown. And then the good PAT nods the score at 14-14, and that is where we're at here at the half. So uh, statistically, not really much to talk about for the Green Dragons offensively. Passing, we have Nick Shalesky 0-4 tonight. We have Max Moyers with five carries for 13 yards. Ethan Dominic one carry for one yard. And then we have Nick Shedleski with two carries for negative two yards. Let's take a quick look at the uh, out-of-town scoreboard. It's the Blaze Alexander, Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard here at the half. And we'll take a look. It's Shemokin 13, Seals Grove 2. It's Bloomsburg 21, Warrior Run 8. Williams, Ford, and Pittston are knotted at 7. North Schoolkill has a 7-6 lead over Tamaqua. Milton has a 7-0 lead over Wellsboro. It's Central Columbia 31, South Williamsport 13. Loyal Sock has a 7-0 lead over Mifflinburg. Hazleton has a 14-0 lead over Berwick. Montgomery is at the half with Muncie, where Montgomery has a lead of 7-0. And late in the second quarter, it's Southern Columbia 34, Jersey Shore 0. Tri-Valley has a 35-0 lead over Millersburg. Williams Valley has a 14-0 lead over Pine Grove. It's Midwest and Nativity VVM nodded at zero at the half. Upper Dolphin has a 6-0 lead over Juniata. And our Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week has Danville leading Montoursville by a score of 17-13 late in the second. Mount Carmel has a 35-0 lead over Hughesville late in the second. Again, that's your Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard. And again, one more look at that Blaze Alexander 
forward tough game of the week. It is Danville with a 17-13 lead over Montoursville, Greg. And uh, let's take a take a quick look at our game here tonight that we have, and we'll come back and uh, talk a little bit about these scores around the Valley and how the uh, District 4 3A uh, playoff picture is looking and how it's shaping up. But, you know, here tonight, just nothing going the Dragons' way. We look really, really flat on uh, every facet of the game, especially on the offense. We're not getting a push. Got to give Shiklamy credit. They're coming in and playing with a lot of enthusiasm and uh, really controlling the line of scrimmage. They, they really are. Now, one thing I'll say, the last couple plays, Los Perez looked better defensively. Uh, probably in the last two or three minutes, they've looked better defensively. However, Los Perez offense, like you said, 12 plays, 12 yards in the first half, no first downs. Yep. Um, they have to figure a way to get, get that moving. Now, that being said, Nick Shaleski did have some open receivers early that would and some drop passes. Yep. You know, and I think Coach Persing knew going into tonight's game they were going to have to have a good game passing because they were going to send six, seven guys on every rushing play. So they have single coverage out there. They're just not making the plays right now. Yeah, they really got to take advantage of it. Shiklamy has really shown undisciplined, you know, right. from a penalty right. standpoint. Uh, unofficially, we have them for eight penalties in the first half there. And just, uh, you know, when you're a one and five, that, that plays a lot of roles while you're a one and five because they really could, you know, be extending this lead, you know, that they had. It was 14-0, and it could have been a lot worse. But uh, fortunately for the Green Dragons, uh, the Braves were shooting themselves in the foot. And uh, between our defense there in the, late in the second quarter and our special teams got us back in the ball game. So hopefully at halftime here we're making some adjustments. We're going to get the ball to start the second half. And, uh, you know, I think it's a, it's a wake-up call. You know, we're, yeah. we're very fortunate to be tied at half here, 14-14. So uh, we got a whole half to play here yet. We're getting the ball to start the second half. So, you know, hopefully it's a wake-up call and we come out and make – make some adjustments and uh we're ready to play the second half like we're capable of playing and what we've seen especially we saw good good signs last week from the from the green dragons and uh, right you know it's just been a letdown here tonight so one, one of the things that's different though justin over last week is Blooms, uh, bloomsburg was a lot smaller in that defensive front than what shikalimi is yeah. and then their linebackers are decent sized linebackers you're looking at 180 185 and uh pretty good athletes yep and if, if you Remember scores from Shiklimi most of this year. Halftime scores haven't been too bad. No. It's been the second, second half. half. They've, yep. they've worn down, so to speak, and, and have had their difficulties, except for last week when they they uh, changed their defense a little and went to a much more aggressive defense in the second half. And, and the thing, too, is Shiklimi's got some of their playmakers back. You That's know, right. you got Lyles back, and, and we've seen his ability there, you know, going up in the, in the wide receiver role there. They're yep. putting him out wide. He's a big kid. When you're 6'4", and uh, you just throw the ball up, and he he can go up, good athletic kid, and then you know you see uh, the ability with Lucas Tilford in the mm-hmm. backfield. They really, they've uh, you know really shared the ball in the backfield. Uh, Tilford I have tonight with nine carries. I have Jermez uh, Herring with nine carries. The Alicia Mercado with uh, two, and then the quarterback. They've uh, designed a couple of reads for him, just right. quarterback keepers. Out of Drew Ballastrini for uh, he had five carries here tonight, and uh, you know they, they gave the ball to uh, the Dura Boy one time as well. So that's five different. Five different guys in the first half. The ball. So and, you know, and Herring runs really well straight yeah. ahead. Yep, he, yep. he is a good runner. So uh, yeah, they really split it up, and uh, hopefully, you know, the Green Dragons can make these adjustments and uh, get back here after halftime, get the ball coming back, and uh, make some things happen to really take control of this game here in the second half. Okay, this is Lewisburg Green Dragon football on one hundred point nine, the Valley. Hi, I'm Tracy Subsick, and I'm John Subsick, owners of Carpet Man and Milton. 
After battling breast cancer a few years ago and making a full recovery, our family wanted to help other women fighting the same fight. So this October, our family business again will donate a portion of each sale to the Thyra M. Humphreys Center for Breast Health. They'll cover the cost of mammograms for those who can't afford them. Your visit to Carpet Man in Milton this October will make a difference. We hope to see you in our family store soon. Thanks for your support. Blaze Alexander Ford is your premier Ford dealership on Route 45 in Lewisburg. Blaze Alexander Ford prides itself in offering the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle we have in stock. We currently have over $15 million of new and used inventory and over 500 vehicles to choose from. At Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in and be treated the way you want to be treated after the sale. BlazeAlexanderFord.com. It's worth the drive to Route 45. Hey, guess what? What? It's the fall season. I'm aware. The corn maze is open at Cold Stony Hill Tree Farm. We usually go in late October. I want to get the fastest time this year, so we got to get there early and often. This has nothing to do with the maze time. You just want to get there early to pick out a Christmas tree and see all the ornaments. That's just a bonus. The Coles Stony Hill Tree Farm corn maze is now open. Visit ColesStonyHill.com to see the hours, buy tickets, and more. And preseason tree tagging has started, too. Hurry up. Don't you dare start singing It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year Already. Coles Stony Hill Tree Farm, Mexico Road, Milton. Murray Motors Chevrolet has everything a dealership should have from an experienced sales department, body shop, parts, and of course, full service department with easy, convenient drive up and drop off. Murray Motors Chevrolet has a bigger selection of new Chevrolets in stock backed by a lifetime powertrain warranty on the engine and transmission. And you always get the Murray Motors price match guarantee online at murraychevy.com. Murray Motors Chevrolet, still a half a mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove. back here at Christy Matthewson Memorial Stadium on the campus of Bucknell University, where our halftime score is Losberg 14, Shiklamy 14. Uh, Losberg Band is performing right now at halftime, and Justin, uh, let's go over the scores mm -hmm. if we can, and then we'll talk about District 3, because that will help us maybe in some conversation yeah. with the District 4 Class 3A scores. Yeah, as we, as we have uh, extended halftime here tonight for homecoming here at Christy Mathewson as it's the Lewisburg, uh, Lewisburg homecoming tonight and uh, the Lewisburg Green Dragon marching bands out in the field. We'll take a quick look at the, uh, the Blaze Alexander Ford Allentown scoreboard. And one of the games that we knew we were going to keep an eye on tonight that really had implications, Greg, is that Seals Grove Shemokin game. And right now, starting the third, it's Shemokin leading by a score of 13 to two over Seals Grove. And uh, you know that that game uh, for Shemokin, you know, right now coming into tonight, the top seed in the in the District Four Three A playoff picture was Montoursville with a five and one record. Danville was a two seed, essentially the same record, and uh, five and one. Lewisburg sitting at four and two as the three seed. Shemokin was the four seed with a record of three and three. Central Columbia is the fifth seed going into tonight with a three and three record, who the Green Dragons will see in two weeks. Mm -hmm. Athens, the Northern Tier team, with a record of three and three. The seventh seed is Loyal Sock with a two and four record. 
the eighth seed is Warrior Run with a two and four. The ninth seed is Mifflinburg with a two and four. And Milton has a one and five record. And the eleventh seed is Kawasaki Valley, who is 0 and uh, six going in tonight. Now, keep in, in mind, there's 11 teams in the District 4 3A playoff uh, picture. Only eight make it. Eight right. of the 11 make it. So, uh, going into tonight's action, the Green Dragons would be a three seed, and they would host Athens if it was going into tonight. But right. A lot of football we played. So that lead right there for Shimokin uh, is is very imperative, not only here from the District 4 3A playoffs, mm-hmm. but that Heartland Conference Division One right. uh, picture as well. And, uh, you know, we, we really can't... Uh, we got to take care of business here tonight yeah, as yeah. the Green Dragons. The first, regardless of what happens tonight, yep. uh, Lewisburg is still going to be finding themselves in a seated position yep. for districts. However, with a win tonight, mm-hmm. I, I really don't think Lewisburg is going to move up. No, I think we're going to be we're going to be stuck. Shemokin wins. Yeah, because Shemokin would would improve to four and three. The Green Dragons would improve to five and two. Now the game that we've been keeping an eye on as well tonight is that Blaze Alexander four tough game of the week that uh, we're keeping an eye on. Where right. we're late in the second, where it's Danville has a twenty four to thirteen lead over Montoursville. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to jockey for that first and second uh, seed right now, where Danville has that lead uh, by a score of twenty four thirteen over Montoursville. Now the, the Green Dragons will not see either one of those teams uh, this right. season. Uh, we did see Montoursville in the scrimmage. Yes. but And, uh, and you know, and Lewisburg played them. It was a very vanilla Lewisburg offense yep. that they showed there. But, you know, if you look at Montoursville's remaining schedule, they have Mifflinburg, Tawanda, and Sealands Grove. They really should be favorites over Mifflinburg and Tawanda. Yep. And I would call Seals Grove a toss-up. Yep, and then you look at Danville's schedule. They they next week will play Shemokin, which will be a huge, huge game. game. Yep. Huge game for uh, the District 4 3A implications. And then they followed up by playing Seals Grove. And then they finished the season up with Southern Columbia. So yeah. uh, so they, a win tonight is important for Danville. Yeah, it is For very seeding important. purposes. Yep. You know, Lewisburg, again, um, tonight's a big game for them. Because it's a 4A school. Yep. Uh, and Shiklemi, I think, is fourth seed or third seed in 4A right now. Right now, I think they're sitting at the fourth seed. Fourth seed position. Yep. And uh, so that this will be a big point. Right? And next week against Jersey Shore, if mm-hmm. they would win that, again, they're another 4A school. Yep. Th- those are two huge, huge wins in, in terms of the power ratings. And, and, and that's the thing that, uh, you know, for your fans out there that recognize is, the size of the schools, the different size of the schools this year on the Green Dragon schedule as we moved from the Heartland Conference Division Two, now we got moved up to the Division One. So right. we're, we're playing, you know, a larger school enrollment and size with a Shikalimi, a Sealands Grove that we're seeing this year as well. And, uh, you know, Jersey Shore has been on our schedule before, but they're, you know, a larger right. school as well. The, the, the school that I think is sitting really pretty right now is Central Columbia. Yes. You know, they, they have a 3-3 three and three record, but the remaining schedule is South Williamsport to their playing tonight. I think they're beating tonight. If I, yep. If I'm not mistaken. Um, they have a lead right now as they're heading into halftime. Central Columbia has a lead by a score of 31-13 to 13 over yep. South Williamsport heading into halftime here. Warrior Run, who they should beat. Mm-hmm. Lewisburg, who the last two years, three years, they have handled Lewisburg. That running back... Isaac Gensmer, we have not been able to no. answer him. I, I got to tell you, Greg, I think he's averaging over the last two years, averaging yeah. over 220 yards a game against us. He, he would be all state if he played Lewisburg every, every week. week. Yep. Uh, 
then they finish with Bloomsburg, which is a rivalry game. Yep. But they should be favored over Bloomsburg also. Yep. yep. So they're sitting in a situation right now as they're the five seed right behind Shemokin. And, uh, you know, they could win out. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's going to be a toss-up game. You know, I think with Lewisburg, it'll be a game back and forth. But, you know, the, just based off history, right. they, they might be the favorite. And, uh you know, it's going to really, coming down the stretch here, every game is huge and it's imperative because really what, what happens is when you're taking eight teams out of the 11, it's that home field advantage because right. who really wants to travel to the northern tier to play Athens? That's, yes. On a Friday night as the weather starts to change, um, you know, it's a long drive up there and, and really, again, you get in those situations and it's just that long bus ride and, and, and you know, you're, you're stale coming out and, uh, you know, from that long ride and uh, you're up there and you don't know what to expect, different uh, settings. So, uh, again, I think it's, it's you know, right now, tonight, we're in a dogfight, uh, a bigger dogfight than we ever anticipated. Shikomi yep. has really come to play tonight, and, uh, you know, we really haven't. But uh, we're very fortunate to be not at a 14 right now, going into halftime, making some adjustments. A lot of ball game to be left. We're going to get the ball, starts the second half, and, uh, you know, Hopefully, make some plays here and come out with a win here tonight. But uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting the next few weeks here as it is. as this the season plays out. And I think the one team we have not mentioned yet, Justin, is Loyal Sock. Yep. You know they are right now a seventh seed. Mm-hmm. They finished with Mifflinburg tonight. I believe they were winning the last time we checked that score. Yeah, I believe that score was like a seven to nothing. As yes, that was heading I think halftime. you're right. Let's see if we can get an update. Milton Warrior Run in South Waynesport. You know, probably they should win. Two or two of those final three games. If it beat Mifflinburg tonight, that'd be three or four. Yeah, and right now at the half, it's Loyal Sox 14, Mifflinburg 0. And the big thing for Loyal Sox is going to be is you're not going to want to play them. That's although right. they're sitting as a 7, they could be a 6-7 seed there. But the big thing with them is their uh, all-state quarterback, Connor Watkins, went out with an injury a few weeks ago with a, uh, a collarbone injury. But he's anticipated and expected to be back by the end of the season, by week 10, and heading into the playoffs. And uh, he's a difference maker. Yeah, uh, I mean, they've handled Danville their only loss. Only loss. And then the, and when he gets injured, they end up losing to Bloomsbury. And, uh, you know, they, they lost again last week. So they're sitting with only a 2-4 and four record. But their their whole objective right now is just get in. Just qualify. Just That's qualify right. for the, the district playoffs and get in and, and make something happen. Get all your playmakers back. And, you know, that's what we're seeing tonight here with the Schick-Lemmy team. It's yep. at 1-5, but they're getting, uh, they're getting some playmakers back uh, with, a, with a Telford boy and uh, Daryl Lyles coming back. And, uh, you know, it just gives their guys a little bit of yep. confidence. Yep. Okay, we're winding up halftime here. This is Lewisburg Green Dragon football on 100.9 The Valley. Jason Horwitz here with NFL Media's senior fantasy analyst, Michael Fabiano, as we get you set for week number five. And, Mike, seven quarterbacks last week had more than 30 fantasy points, most since 2000. Does the must-start quarterback even exist? And then with that being said, which quarterback should you start this week that maybe you wouldn't otherwise? Well, I don't think the must-start quarterback does exist anymore because right now the best quarterback in fantasy football based on points Patrick Mahomes is not a must-start because he's going against Jacksonville this week. As for quarterbacks that you can play this week, well, Blake Bortles has got a good matchup against the Kansas City Chiefs. Andy Dalton has been red hot. And then Jared Goff. He now needs to be started in all fantasy leagues regardless of the matchup. Yeah, enormous uh, week four to go along with some of the others. All right, so if quarterbacks are a plenty, tight ends, not so much. Give fantasy owners some help. 
tight end is as thin right now position as I have ever seen in fantasy football in 20 years of doing this. So players you could potentially pick up off the waiver wire this week. Vance McDonald of the Pittsburgh Steelers going up against Atlanta in that same game. Austin Hooper could be a decent streamer this week. Ricky Seals-Jones is on that list as well. So is Jeff Swain, believe it or not, of the Dallas Cowboys. Also a streamable option for fantasy owners in need of a tight end going into week five. Last thing, Julian Edelman came off suspension Thursday for the Patriots. Mark Ingram does for the Saints this weekend. What are you doing with him, and how does it affect Alvin Kamara? Get him into your lineup. He's at worst a high-end flex starter, RB2 at this point. Does his presence hurt Alvin Kamara? A little bit, but if you remember what these two did together last season, they still put up a boatload of fantasy points. So uh, Ingram is a guy you're starting, and obviously Alvin Kamara is someone that's going to stay in your lineup regardless of who else is in the backfield with him. For all the starts and sits, log on to NFL.com slash fantasy. Michael Fabiano, thank you, sir. You got it, my man. I'm Jason Horowitz, Westwood One Sports. You may not know it, but your company's always under attack from hackers, spammers, and other criminals. Sooner or later, without Penteladata's DDoS mitigation, your network's bound to fail. But our protection works off-site, watching, waiting, and catching thousands of attacks in real time, keeping bad data away from your servers. So even if there's a battle happening in the cloud or here on the ground, it's business as usual. It's all possible with the next-generation network from Penteladata. Now, more than ever, businesses need IT support to be successful. Just look at how Penteladata's IT pros are assisting the Lehigh Valley's pros, the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, and the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Utilize Penteladata IT services to make their day-to-day business run smooth, from wireless guest services to their point-of-sale operations and their servers. We're there because IT is our game, and it's in our name. Penteladata IT services. We're in it. We're back here at Chrissy Matthewson Memorial Stadium on the campus of Bucknell University. We're homecoming in Lewisburg, and they're in a 14-14 ball game with the Shiklimi Braves. Lewisburg will get the ball to start the second half, and uh, Justin, hopefully we'll see some offense. Yeah, let's hopefully see some offense. We only saw the Green Dragons run 12 offensive plays here. Uh, it was four, four series, it was a three and out, and uh, hopefully can we can make some adjustments here at halftime and, uh, and make some things happen. But uh, more uh, more football throughout the weekend here. Again, uh, it's the Sunbury Broadcasting Station's coming through for you. It's the Bucknell Bison look to make two in a row as the Patriot League action kicks off tomorrow as they host Colgate at Christy Mathewson here. Pre-game starts at 11.30, kickoffs on, at noon on Eagle 107, eagle107.com, and on the Sunbury Broadcasting app. The Penn State Nittany Lions have the week off, so you'll be able to hear all football coverage on the CBS radio, Sports Radio starting at 1 o'clock on WKOK starting Saturday. And then next Saturday, you'll be able to listen to the Lions as the Michigan State Spartans visit Beaver Stadium. The tailgate show is at 2 o'clock, kickoffs at 3.30 with Steve Jones, Jack Ham, Roger Corey, and Derek Williams on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com and on the Summary Broadcasting Corporation app. And here again, we're here at Christy Matthewson as uh, halftime is just ending, and uh, both teams are coming out now for the Braves to kick off to the Green Dragons. Knotted at 14. One change I see right away is they have Max Moyers back deep to receive the kickoff along with Andrew Ramirez. So we'll see what happens here with uh, Gittins kick, kicking off for the Braves. John Gittins. Um, I, I, like I said, 
I'm not saying Lewisburg has to score here, Justin. They just have to get some offense. Yep, move the ball yeah. a little bit, put, put yeah. a drive together, move the chains a little bit for once. Because I, th- I would think right now, Schick Lemmy's defense is feeling really good about themselves. Okay, Giddens gets a low kick, taken by the up back there, uh, and he brought down the 42-yard line. That was Owen Ordonez. Takes about the 38 and brings it out to the 42, just a line drive, and a good job there picking that up. A great field position for the Green Dragons. Yeah, way to start the second half there. Nice play by Ordonez. It was a line drive, and... Uh, I think Shicklin expected him to step away from the ball, but he took that line drive and uh, took it upfield and got the ball out to the 42-yard line of the Green Dragons. And that's where they'll start here to start the second half with their first possession of the second half on offense. Shotgun formation for the Green Dragons. Moyers to the left and Dobler in the fullback up back. He's give the ball to Moyers. He's at the 45 and falls forward maybe to the 48. We'll call it a pickup a six on the play, second down and four. That's why we need to dial up, get back to Max Morris. He's been our workhorse all season long. Just tell the offensive line here, just let's plow ahead and let's let our boy run away with it. Yeah, they moved um, Dobler in there almost like another guard yep. in that position. This time, Dobler's to the left. They give the same play up the middle. Moyers breaks a tackle and falls forward to the 46 of Chicklemy for a first down, a pickup of six on the play. First and ten for the Green Dragons on the 46-yard line of Chicklemy. Yeah, good hard run there. Again, as you said, bringing Dobler in the backfield, just use him as a line him up right behind the, have him right behind the tackle, and he's uh, now he's moving over behind the guard. Got a good push there again. Again, Moyer's up the middle. It gets maybe three yards this time to the 43-yard line. Second and seven. What it's done, Justin, you see, Chick Lemmy has already started to cheat up. Yeah, they're starting to cheat up. Now it's going to open up that passing downfield, and, and Chick Lemmy's starting to sub in, too. Second down and seven. This time, Moyers to the left of the quarterback. Blau, Charlie Blau's a tight end left. Fake him. Looking down the field to Blau, out to the right. He catches up the 30s, at the 25, and brought down the 20-yard line. First down, Green Dragons, an 18-yard pass play there for the Green Dragons. Charlie Blau. You called it, Greg. You called it just that run and a good play action pass there. Uh, pass from a uh, good fake from uh, Shedleski. Takes the hand off the Moyers and Blau from the tight end position. Just goes on and out downfield and a perfect thrown ball by Shedleski. Ball's at the 21-yard line, first and 10. This time Moyers off the right side. He's at the 20, tries to break outside. He's in the clear. He's at the 15. He's at the 10. A good angle there and brought down about the 9-yard line. Pick up a 12 in the play. Yeah, good good run there. Recognized the hole got cut. But also he kicks it back out to the right side and gets it off the side. And that was uh, the quarterback, uh, Drew Ballastrini. Drew Ball- that's correct. With, yep. with a good angle there. You make the tackle. First and goal on the 9-yard line for the Green Dragons. Two first downs or two more than they had in the whole first half. I'm sorry, three first downs. This time they give the Moyers off the left side. Follows uh, the Dobler inside the five to the four. Our line pick up a five on the play. Second down and four. Goal to go on the four. Same formation. Shotgun, give the Moyers off the right side. Puts his head down. Falls forward to about the two this time. Gain of two on the play. Third and goal from the two. Yeah, Nothing fancy here, Justin. Nope, just getting to the line of scrimmage and really putting it on. And I'm sure that's what the coaches talked about. The way I'm seeing it right now, Greg, with his offensive line, they challenged him. They challenged yep. him at halftime and said, hey, let's make something happen here. 
This time, it's a quarterback sneak from Shaleski, and Naiz bowled his way, I think, into the end zone. He did for a touchdown on a quarterback sneak. Nick Shedleski. There's flags after the play. It's going to be after. after. Looks like it's going to be against Braves. I can't tell. I know the coaching staff's yelling for the Green Dragons to come over to the sideline, but I see two flags down. See what they're going to call here. Dead ball foul, personal foul against the Green Dragons. Dead ball foul against Shikalimi. They all set. It is a touchdown, I believe. Yes, it is a touchdown. It's 20 to 14 with 9.08 to go in the third quarter as Lewisburg takes their first lead of the night. And that was just a quarterback keeper by Nick Shaleski off the right side from five yards out. Gets the Green Dragons on the board here early on in the third quarter. Jack Diefendorfer in the try, the extra point. Ramirez waiting for the snap. A good snap. Penalties on the play. I don't know who it was against. Uh, Waiting for the call here. I don't know if there's movement on the Lewisburg line or not. It was movement on the Lewisburg offensive line. So now the try for extra point will come from the 25-yard line. Well, eight is the line of scrimmage, but the seven yards will put it at the 25. Stephen Durfer definitely has enough foot to do this. So again, Ramirez is waiting for the snap. Good snap. Down, kicks up, and it is good. So Lewisburg, with 9.05 to go in the third quarter, takes a 21-14 lead. And that's what you want to see the Green Dragons make those adjustments at halftime and come out and execute, and that's what they did. They came down and uh, took that basically 58 yards down and uh, punched it in on a Nick Shedleski five-yard five yard quarterback keeper off the right side. Two-yard quarterback keeper. Two yards. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. a spot. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was looking where they had the, the spot of the ball on the <laughs> yeah. five-yard line. Yeah. No, it was two-yard because Max took it down to the two. Yeah, thank you, Greg. Uh, but just what the doctor ordered for the Green Dragons. Get some points on the board and get that lead and then, uh, you know, that big word momentum that we talk about. Get it on their side and then and uh, we saw, you know, the run and then uh, the play-action pass to uh, Charlie Blau from the yep. tight end position for the nice gain. I think that's Charlie Blau's first catch on the year. Yes, it, it is. Yep. 18-yard game there, and again, nice, good throw there by Nick Shedleski, hitting him out there, and uh, now's the time for the defense to dial it back up again. Jack Diefendorfer getting ready to kick off for the Green Dragons. Back deep for the Braves is Zakeen Nettles and Jay Young Allen. They're standing about their own 10-yard line. Diefendorfer approaches the ball, low kick, hits about the 20, Bounces to the 12 and picked up there by Nettles. And he has a full head of steam and brought down about the 37-yard line by, I can't see who that, oh, uh, James Thompson. Brings him down about the 37-yard line. Good yeah. tackle by James. Yeah, good play there by Nettles. I'll tell you what, yeah. he, he brought a head of steam coming after that. Took that ball off a of bounce there and just kept going forward. And uh, it's a ball out to they have about the 37. Yep, first down for the Braves. And they do have good field position here. Alstrini under center, and the Braves are going to the pro set with three receivers to the right. 
Give the ball to Tilford off the right side. He's out to the 40 and falls forward to the 42. Gain of five in the play. Second and five for Shikalimi. It just came back to that off the right side to Tilford. Gets a good gain there. And again, they continue to get good chunks of yardage here on the ground. Second five. Balls on the 42-yard line on the right hash mark. 8.37 to go in the third quarter. 21-14, Lewisburg lead. Balestrini under center. Movement that time. It looks like that might have been Lewisburg offsides that time. That was Motion Man coming out. Uh, it's against the Braves. Oh, it is against the Braves. You're right. Again, a mistake there. They are ahead of the chains. Now it pushes them back to second and ten. Yeah. Just... Uh, just not focused and yeah. just undisciplined. Second 10 now for the Braves. Ball resting on the 37-yard line. Balestrini under center. Shift to pro set in the backfield. Three receivers to the short side of the field. Fakes it to Tilford. Back to pass. Looking downfield. And this time there's pressure and brought down by Dakota Snyder. Good job by Dakota Snyder as Ballastrini was trying to break free up the middle. Tackles him for a one-yard loss back to the 36-yard line. Well, they're going to spot it at the 37, so we'll make it third and 10. Yeah, good pursuit there by Dakota off the right end. They're getting in, and uh, good good coverage downfield there. They were looking for Lyles down the center of the seam of the field, and Newcomb from a safety position, and Ramirez had it covered all the way. Third and 10 for Shikalemi. Pro set backfield. Two receivers right, two receivers left. Balestrini straight back to pass. Looking out to his right, throws a deep ball to Lyles. Well, well overthrown as uh, two two co- men cover him there. Closest one to the ball is Ronnie Lentz for the Green Dragons. So a great job by the Green Dragons getting a three and out, Justin. Yeah, just when, uh, you know, like you said, Schick shoots themselves in the foot again, playing behind the chains uh, with the jump. And, and again, with Schick and they, they just try to get, in my opinion, just try to get too cute with uh, their motion and stuff. And uh, unfortunately, when you're dealing with high school athletes, you got to realize what type of athletes you're dealing with. It's a lot to, to position yourself in and to jump again for their ninth penalty. Gittins in the punt. This time a high punt, very short. Ramirez fair catches it at his own 39-yard line. So Lewisburg will have excellent field position at their own 39-yard line with 7-18 remaining in the third quarter, leading right now by a score of 21-14. And they just moved the ball up to the 40, so it will be first and 10 from the 40-yard line. Some NFL action this weekend. Sunday, the Philadelphia Eagles are back at the Lincoln Financial Field to host the Minnesota Vikings. The pregame starts at 3 and kickoff with Merle Reese and Mike Quick is at 425 on Eagle 107. This time, Green Dragons come out with that same formation, two tight ends, a wing right, shotgun formation. Give the ball to Moyers up the middle. His time, he's hit at the line of scrimmage, maybe picks up a half a yard on the play. We'll call it a one-yard gain, second nine. Yeah, shouldn't we just bottled that up there, recognize the play, sniffed it out, and filled the gap. Moyers able to get back to the line of scrimmage, sets up a second and ten here, 7-0-3 to go in the third quarter. Green Dragons lead by a score, 21-14. And this like, time they have a new quarterback, Justin. Yep, a little change here, bringing Ethan Spalding in. For a different look here for the Dragons. Ethan Spalding's the quarterback. Same formation, just a different quarterback. Motion by Dominic. Fakes it to Dominic. Spalding keeps it. He's up the middle. He's at the 45. He breaks the tackle and fumbles the ball. And uh, Shiklimi falls on it and recovers at the 43-yard line. He had the first down. He was across midfield and fumbles the ball. So... 
Turnover for Shikalemi. Yeah, good good hard run there by Spalding, and it's just trying to make more happen. And uh, he got rolled up on a player, never actually went down, and then lost the ball. And uh, Shikalemi ever recovers, so they get the turnover and get the ball back for their offense. Shikalemi has the ball on their own 44-yard line. First and 10, 6.33 to go in the third quarter, trailing the Green Dragons by a score of 21-14. I would think this is the play they're going to go deep to Lyles right off the bat after the turnover. Watch his body language. He sells the play right at the line of scrimmage. Nope, he gives it to the fullback up the middle. He breaks one tackle, and he breaks into the clear, and a great, and a fumble on the plate. No, they're calling him down. Calling him down. Good run there by Zakai Nettles to the Green Dragon 39-yard line. There is a flag on the play. We're going to get a hit for, we're going to get a 15-yard or two. From our sideline, uh, Nettles lost the ball, and the Green Dragons recovered it, and the side official called the ball down, and the Green Dragon coaching staff was not in agreement with it, and uh, we're going to get hit for 15 yards. So that's going to move the ball to the 24-yard line, I believe. Yep, will be first down for the Braves on the Green Dragons' 24-yard line. Good hard run there by Nettles. So now they're in four-down territory. We'll see what the Braves dial up here. Court official just tries to take over the game, Greg. Yeah, first down and uh, ten. Balls on the 24. Again, Lewisburg leads by score, 21-14. They have Lyle split out wide to the right. Balestrini's under center, unbalanced line to the left. Give the fullback up the middle, hit at the line of scrimmage this time, and goes nowhere. They're going to give him forward progress to the line of scrimmage, but a good defensive play by the interior of the Green Dragons line there. Yeah, Roman Askinoff able to wrap him up there. Second 10 now for the Braves. Ball still rests in the 24-yard line. Time the Braves break the huddle again. It's pro set in the backfield, unbalanced line to the left. Lyles is one-on-one -on -one to the right with Andrew Ramirez. Looking out there to, to Lyles. Throws a deep ball, but well overthrown. Third down and 10 now for the Braves. And, you know, Lewisburg seems to be putting a little more pressure on him, Justin. Yeah, and I think the quarterback's feeling it because uh, he's just not, he's not on target here in the second half like he was in the first half. He's feeling that pressure and just not setting his feet, you know, rolling out. Lyles you know, has a size advantage there, and he had the inside position there, but the uh, ball was just overthrown. Third and 10 for Shiklemi. Again, Lyles has the single coverage over there for Ramirez. It looks like they're rolling a safety towards him, though, a little. Unbalanced line, back to pass. It throws a quick out to Tilford. He's at the 25, makes one guy miss, falls forward to the 18-yard line, brings up fourth and four from the 18-yard line. I'm sure they're going for it. Yep, gain of six there. Just a little design swing pass out of the backfield to Tilford. <laughs> we'll call it fourth and five as they move it back toward closer to the 19. Lyles is split out wide to the right. Gives the ball up the middle to the fullback, and he's hit right on the line of scrimmage and tackled. No gain of play, and Lewisburg should take over on downs. 
Good defensive play by the defensive line, and that was, I think that was Ronnie Lentz coming in to wrap him up. I think the initial hit was by Roman Askinoff. Yeah, good good stand there by the Green Dragons defense. Questionable call there by the Braves. You know, a third and, or excuse me, a fourth and five there, and they just run it up. Very similar to what we saw last Saturday night. Yeah, we did it. So first down for the Green Dragons. This time, Shaleski's back in at quarterback. And we're going unbalanced line to the right, wing T formation. Motion by Dominic. Give the ball to Dominic. On the inside, we hand off to Moyers. And they have a flag on the far side. Don't know what the penalty is. It was after the play starts, so it might be illegal motion on the Green Dragons. That'll be a five-yard penalty against the Green Dragons if they take it. Moyers advance the ball to about the 23-yard line. They're going to take the penalty and push him back to the 14-yard line. So it'll be first and 15 now from the 14-yard line. 4.59 to go in the third quarter. Wing T formation. Dobler is the fullback. Dominic in motion. Give the ball to Dominic. Same play. Back to Shaleski. And down the middle of the field is wide open. Is the tight end. But the ball's underthrown. And he was wide open. He had five yards on the secondary of Shikalemi. It's a play we saw a few weeks ago, opening scoring drive against Milton, where it was a, a reverse flea flicker back. And uh, Dakota Snyder releases and goes downfield. And the ball just it takes too long for the ball, uh, that play to develop. And uh, Shikalemi dropped back. Dakota had a couple couple yards, as you said, Greg, about five yards. And just took a little too long to develop. And uh, ball underthrown, and he had to come back to it. And uh, ball was swatted down. This time, Lewisburg goes to their four-wide receiver set. Chileski in uh, shotgun formation. Moyers gives a, gets the ball on the draw. He's at the 15. He breaks outside. He's to the 20, 25. Breaks the tackle. He's to 35, 40, 45, 50. He's gone. No flags on the play. All the way down the field for a touchdown run of 86 yards. 86. 86 yards out for Max Moyers, and it was a draw off the left side. Broke two tackles, and then that final third tackle that he broke, that was it. Just took it in the second, third gear, and the rest was history. And the Green Dragons extend their lead out to 27-14 with 4.23 to go here in the third quarter with a PAT attempt on its way. I was doing the radio show this week with uh, Steve Jones. I had, it was funny. Somebody said, he doesn't have elite speed, but he's never been caught from behind. <laughs> and he hasn't been. I mean, he just broke a tackle, ran right through a tackle on the far sideline and right down the field. D for dirt for one for the extra point. The kick is up, and it's good. And the Green Dragons have a 28-14 lead, 4.23 to go in the third quarter. Yeah, Max just got that off, off there to the, to the outside there. Broke a few tackles, and again, you can see you can see Shiklemi right now hanging their heads. And actually, one thing I saw, Greg, was the man that he actually broke the tackle with yeah. just quit. Actually, went he down, did. He quit, just went down to his knees and watched the play. Never followed it back up. And uh, Moyers takes it from 86 yards out and uh, adds on to the uh, Green Dragon lead there. And with that PAT, it's 28-14, and that could be our Schmokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. And again, that's uh, Schmokin Dam Health Center, uh, chiropractic care, medical care, rehabilitation, and much more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. So Dave Durfer is now getting ready to kick off again. Um, big play there, but Green Dragons getting a two-score lead, Justin. Yep. 
Diefendorf are getting ready to kick off the ball, being the left hash mark this time. This time the Braves have three receivers deep. They have Tilford in the middle, about the 15-yard line. And then they have Nettles and Young Allen standing about the five. Well, maybe that's Noah Wright's out there. It looks like I can't tell if it's a two or a seven at about the 15-yard line. I guess that's number two, Noah Wright's. Diefendorfer, a great kick by Diefendorfer all the way into the end zone. And uh, Green, uh, Green Dragons will have a defensive start in the 20-yard line as great kick by Jack Diefendorfer. Yeah, there. real good, good kick there. Brought, brought the return man about two, three yards in his own end zone was and was not able to handle the kick, yep. so it's a touchback. So uh, it's good to see Jack back healthy because that was a boot. And let's see, the Braves take over on their own 20, first and 10, and they're not in throwing situation yet, Justin. But Lewisburg now has shown the ability to move the ball, so they're going to have to start putting points on the board. Yeah. Now here's the opportunity for those corners really keep the eyes on because the quarterback is just locking in one receiver. That's right. Balestrini under center, gives the ball up the middle to... Herring, and he falls forward to about the 22. Pick up a two in the play. Second eight. Yeah, good stop there. The defense seems to be settling in here. We saw it, you know, in the second quarter there, start to get in their groove, start to settle down here, and then the second half really getting in the groove. It's only a short gain there. and uh... Second eight. Now they have bringing the receiving set in. They have uh, Tilford in the backfield. They have Lyle splitting out wide to the left. Wing right. Give the ball to Tilford around the right side. He cuts it up, and he's hit and brought down about the 25-yard line, just short of the 25. We'll call it third and five. Yeah, off the Tilford way. looks a little slow getting up here. Yeah, coming back from that in yeah. injury. And uh, he's slow coming up, and it looks like he wants to take an official timeout. Yeah, he has to go out. Uh, he's yeah. down right now. He's just sat down. I... You know, from what I heard, it was a high ankle sprain. Um, and those things just it takes linger. forever. Yeah, you're almost better off to, to, to break it than you are to actually get one of those high ankle sprains because it just lingers for so long, and it's just hard to get back and get that footing back. And it's uh, one of those tough injuries. But let's take a quick look while we get a break in the action here with the injury timeout on the field uh, for the Blaze Alexander Ford Outtown scoreboard. And we're in the fourth quarter, and Shemokin has a 37 to two lead over Seals Grove. Late in the third quarter, it's Bloomsburg 21, Warrior Run 15. It is Milton and Wallsboro knotted at seven. It's Central Columbia 38, South Williamsport 13. Late in the third, it's Loyal Sox 17, Mifflinburg 7. It's Muncie in the fourth quarter with a 14-7 lead over Montgomery. It's Southern Columbia 34, Jersey Shore 0. It's Danville, 24. Montoursville, 19 in the third quarter. Again, that's our Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week, and we're keeping an eye on that one. Again, that's Danville, 24. Montoursville, 19 in the third. And then Mount Carmel has a 35-0 lead over Hughesville. And again, that's your Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard in the third quarter. So Tilford's walking off the field in his own power, but he's uh, pretty gingerly walking on that left ankle. Yeah, I think he's probably done for the night. And that's a shame because he is their playmaker. Yep. You know, Lyles is a big kid, and he gets some throws to him, but uh, Tilford really sets their whole offense in motion. So it's third down and five now for the Braves. 
Mercado is now the tailback. Fakes to Mercado. Balestrini is being chased, throws the ball out, and just about picked off as it bounces off a Braves receiver who would have been sure of the first down, and Ronnie Lentz almost came up with the interception on the deflection. Fourth down, Chickalemi, and Losberg will get the ball and should be getting an excellent field position. Yeah, forcing the punt here, and uh, again, defense has really shown up now and, and really taking over this game here. Getting some good pressure. Dakota Snyder got a good pressure there again, forcing uh, Balestrini on the rollout throw. Just an incomplete pass. Good snap. Punts, low punt. Ramirez lets it bounce at the 48 and gets out of the way. And it should be Lewisburg ball about the Schicklemi 49-yard line. So great field position for the Green Dragons here. Justin, as they have it on the Braves side of the field on the Braves 49-yard line. Yeah, defense did their job there, swung the field position around, and, uh, you know, here we go again. Let's let's get back at it right away. Let's really take, let's put the nail in the coffin here. Let's put some more points on the board and, and just pound it down at them. Chalesi's the quarterback. Josh Ghost leads the line out. He's over the ball as the center. We have four wide receivers in. Shotgun formation. Back to pass, looks to his left, throws a quick slant to Dominic, makes one guy miss. I'm sorry, that's Ramirez, and he falls forward to about the 36-yard line, pick up a 13 on the play. Yeah, just quick slant there, and uh, they were playing soft coverage off on Ramirez, and Shaleski hits him, and Andrew does the rest with his uh, legs, gets out, gets the first down. So a pick up a 13 makes it first and 10 Green Dragons. Give the ball to Moyers up the middle. He's at the 35, 30, 25, and falls forward to the 20. Pick up a 16 on the play. Yeah, right now you're seeing, uh, we talked about that first half where Shickley played with a lot of emotion, had the momentum, and it just totally swung right now the Green Dragons yep. since halftime. They've taken over, and, and the offensive line just controlling. Motion this time by Ramirez, and they have Flag on the play. It must be procedure against the Green Dragons. Yeah, we had a motion, and one of our receivers here jumped. So they're back at 05. So now ball is pushed back to the 25-yard line. First and 15 from the 25. 233 to go in the third quarter. 28-14 lead for the Green Dragons. Same formation we have with the right in the slot. Brown split out wide right. Ramirez in the slot left. Dominic split out wide left. Ramirez in motion to the right. Give the ball to Moyers off the left side. He's at the 20 and falls forward to about the 19. Pick up a six in the play. Second down and nine from the 19-yard line. Good read there by Max because he was going to take that right off the left side of the center there in the, in the A-gap, and he recognized that bottled up, and he just kept it out to the left side and gets a good six-yard gain there. Sets Green up. Dragons in a hurry-up offense here, Justin. This time it's Shaleski off the right side, cuts it off the middle. He's at the 15 and falls forward to about the 11. Looks like there could be a hold in the play, though, against the Green Dragons. Yeah, it looks like it's going to come back, and they're going to spot it. Uh, Let's see. It will be a 19, 19 back, back to the 29. Yeah. Yeah, just a... Just that, you know, that's one thing we talked about, Shiklimi playing a little undisciplined now, you know, here in the second half. The Dragons are moving the ball, but at the same time, we're getting, getting hit with a couple penalties here. It'll still be second down, but the ball will be back about the 29-yard line. It'll make it second down and 19 from the 29. And again, they have three downs to pick this up, Justin. I, you know, they're in four-down territory. Yep. 
This time with her outside, with her right, wide left. Dominic in motion. It's going to be in motion again against the Dragons. Yep. Back it up another five yards. And yeah, I got to. Got to get this together. This is uh, the most motion penalties they've had all year. Um, they back it up five yards to their 34. <laughs> Second and 24. Now we dial up a screen here. <laughs> they've only run it like once all year, I think, Justin. Yep. So we ran it for a 28-yard touchdown. Yeah. Moyers. Tight end right. They're bringing pressure. Shot confirmation. Fakes it to Moyers. Cholesky rolling out to his left. Throws the ball downfield and just outside out of the reach of. And there's a penalty on the play. It should be against Schick Lemmy as they rip the helmet off one of the offensive linemen of Lewisburg. Now there's another penalty. I, I don't know what the second flag was for. I think it's against the Braves again. It looks like... Uh, I think uh, since that helmet was ripped off like that and there's a penalty, yeah. I'm not sure Adams has to come out. It was on Weiser's helmet got pulled off. Oh. It's going to be an injection, I think. I think the officials are talking. They're going to put – no. Oh, there's two penalties. Two penalties. And, it's an and that's an ejection. Yep. You're yes. right. I thought what the officials said, and I think it's going to be on uh, – I think it's, it's 28. I think it's Jermez. Yeah, he's going to be ejected from the contest. And that will... That's 30 yards because they're going to mark 15 off. Well, but it will be half the distance to the goal line on the second, Justin, because... Well, where where do we have it at, Greg? At the 29? The 34. 34. We have the 34. So the first one will be a 15-yard penalty to the 19. Then it will be half the distance to the goal line. So I think it should be a first down. That really hurts them with Tilford being out, and now their second, their leading rusher on the year, Herring being tossed out. That really affects their running game. Yeah, just not a good scene. Not a good scene. Not a good scene on that far sideline either no. for Shikalimi because no. coaches are trying to get control over there. Just not a good good scene at all. You know, Shikalimi really played a great first half, and just. Uh, Things have just exploded for them here in the second half. They really have. Well, for the last two minutes, three minutes of the first half. Yeah, and I apologize. It's not. It's not Herring. Herring's it's out. To, it's uh, twenty. Oh, it's twenty. Yeah, it's Zaki Nettles. Okay. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, it's, I... Uh, Herring's still out there. Twenty-eight. It was actually number twenty. Well, I saw twenty-eight walk off the field. Yeah, he walked off, and I think he was just showing uh, frustration because of the two penalties. That could very well be. So now the ball is being moved all the way down to the 19. That's the first penalty. The second penalty will move it inside the 10 to the 9, and it will make it first and goal about the 9-yard line for the Green Dragons. So a huge break for the Green Dragons with 58 seconds to go. Yeah, and a very up. undisciplined play by Shikalim. Yeah, it was second and 29, Greg. Yeah. Second and 29 and just... You know, they were pushing Lewisburg And back. an incomplete playoff, so it would have been yeah, third and 29. Yeah, and just, just undisciplined. And... Shot confirmation for Shaleski. Gives the ball to Moyers up the middle. He's uh, hit and falls forward to about the seven-yard line. We'll call it a pickup of two in the play. Second goal from the seven. Yeah, just a handoff here. Grind it out. Giving it to Max Moyers. 30 seconds left to go here. This will be the last play of the third quarter as the Green Dragons taking their time. 
Coming out of the huddle. <laughs> Come to the line of scrimmage. Heavy backfield. Yep. Power eye formation. Give them where off the left side. He cuts it, puts his head down, pushes forward to about the four. Pick up a three. Be third and goal from the four. That looks like that'll be the last yep. play. That'll be the end of the third quarter with the score. The Lewisburg Green Dragons 28. The Chicklay Braves 14. This is Lewisburg Green Dragon football on 100 point. Whether you're healthy or you enjoy hitting the gym on weekends, when you're in pain, even simple tasks can be difficult. Feeling better is right around the corner when you visit me, Dr. Anthony Diebold, at Livewell Adjusted Chiropractic in downtown Lewisburg. Dedicated to patient-centered care, utilizing evidence-based treatments, I am focused on using my musculoskeletal expertise to get you back to doing what you love. Why suffer when you can find relief? Call me today. I'm happy to help. 570-523-9609. That's the number for Livewell Adjusted Chiropractic at 200 Market Street in downtown Lewisburg. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1915. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. And satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15. Hummel's Wharf. We're back here at Christy Matthewson Memorial Stadium for the start of the fourth quarter with the Lewisburg Green Dragons leading the Braves by 28-14 and the ball resting on the 14-yard line. I mean, four-yard line of the Chickalemi Braves. This this score here, for all intents and purposes, should put it out of reach, Justin, with yeah. uh, Chickalemi's offense. Yeah, and, and and you can see a lot of signs of quit out of Shikalimi. We saw that long run play where guys just drop and then not falling the plays up at all. So, and that's what you can see right and there. There it is, touchdown for Max Moyers right up the middle. Yep, four four yards out, Max Moyers goes, and you could drove a truck through that hole there. And yep, uh, the Green Dragons extend their lead now to 34-14 with the PAT attempt on its way, and uh, Moyers goes in from four yards out. And extends the lead to 34-14. And like you said, Justin, uh, there was no resistance there at all. Now, Alex Zabo in to try the extra point. His first kick tonight. Kicks down and the kicks up and it is good. So it's now 35-14 with 11.55 to go. In the in the ball game, and and that that lead there is going to be tough for the Braves guys just because of the offense they run, Justin. Yeah, they're just not going to. They just don't have the the personnel or firepower there, and it puts them in an obvious passing situation here. And uh, you know, with that that being said, you know we'll probably double team there uh, with Lyles, the big receiver they had. They really haven't thrown to anybody you know, statistically. Uh, well, they uh, have no. They have the they thrown the, the one kid that. Had a couple of passes thrown to him that he didn't catch. Yes, yeah. yeah uh, Bingaman, yep, I believe. 32, yeah. Come but, uh, end, but other than that, and Tilford on a swing pass. Yep, for time. a five-yard game. But that that is it that they've yep. only been able to connect on. So uh, we got a change in the score action here with the Green Dragons leading by score 35-14. We'll take a quick look here. Uh, we've got a break here in the action. Game that we're keeping an eye on here in the fourth quarter at the Blaze Alexander Ford Outtown scoreboard is Shimokin 44, Seals Grove 8 in the fourth quarter. Bloomsburg has a 21-15 lead over Warrior Run. 
And again, that's some of your scores here at the Blaze Alexander Ford Outtown scoreboard. Kicking off for the Green Dragons is Alex Sabo. Back deep for the Braves. This looks like. Tell you who the one uh, it's Allen on the far side. I can't tell who's on the near side. Sable, a high kick, short kick. Allen takes it at the 20, fumbles it, and falls on it at the 24 yard line. So the Braves will take over first and 10 on their own 24. I'm sorry, that was Nate Luciano. First and 10 for the Braves on their own 24 yard line. And it is imperative that they score this drive. Yeah, if they want to stay in this game right yeah. now, and the Green Dragon defense has really shown up ever since that second quarter, settled in, and really puts you know some nice stops together. Okay, Mercado is the halfback in this series. Motion to the right. Give the ball up the middle to the fullback, and he's hit. The ball pops loose. Fumbles on the play, and there's a mad scramble. I can't tell you who had it, but it just popped straight up there. It was a great hit in the middle of that line. Feldman think, coming Graden down. Graden Feldman, yes. Yeah. Graden Feldman. Coming downhill and just lays a pop, and it's a turnover. Goes in favor of the Dragons. Roman Askinoff recovers the fumble, and the Green Dragons will take over on the Braves. 21-yard line. Graydon Feldman coming from his linebacker position, coming downhill and lays a hit. Causes that fumble, and Roman Askinoff there to recover, and the Green Dragons take over from the Braves 21 and look to pad to their lead here. That could be our fourth quarter, Smoking Ham House Center, backbreaker play of the game, It could very well be. Green Dragons break the huddle. Josh goes to center over the ball. Power eye for no, it's not. It's that same formation when we have uh, Moyers faking the ball. They're throwing it down the middle. The wide receiver is wide open down the middle. Uh, the slot man, Ethan Dominic, was wide open. He tried to force it into the tight end, Del, uh, um, Charlie Blau there, and he was well covered. Yeah, we had three receivers coming out. We had both tight ends coming out, and the one back of the backfield, Ethan Dominic, was down the center seam in the field wide open. and uh, yep. just uh, Nick didn't see him. Didn't see him through in the double coverage, yep. and uh, fortunate there that the Braves weren't able to pick that off. Second and 10 on the 21. Shotgun formation. Motion by Moyers. Reverse to Dominic, and there was a mix-up in the backfield, and he loses one on the play back to the 22. They had handoff there, caused that play to go awry. Yeah, I don't, I don't not so certain there what, what the play call was supposed to be. Moyers went off in motion off to the right side. Dominic came back, and... Uh, I don't know. He just wasn't ready for the handoff, and uh, Bobble was able to retain it, though, fortunately, but it gets tackled for a one-yard loss. Forces uh, third down and 11 here, 10.50 to go here in the fourth quarter. Green Dragons lead by a score of 35-14 over the Braves. Timeout, Lewisburg, this time, as they had some trouble getting the play call in. And that's uh, not a bad timeout there. You know, coming down here, four-down territory. Take that timeout, get everybody on the same page. We got a break in the action. Let's take a look at the Blaze Alexander Ford Outtown scoreboard. Uh, we just talked about that Shimokin Seals Grove game and Shimokin 44, Seals Grove 8, late in the fourth quarter there. Bloomsburg has a 21 15 lead over Warrior Run. It's Milton and Wellsboro knotted at 7. Central Columbia has a 48 20 lead over South Williamsport in the fourth. Loyal Sock has 24, Mifflinburg 14 in the fourth. Berwick and Hazleton knotted at 14. 
Muncie has a 14-7 lead over Montgomery in the fourth. Southern Columbia leading Jersey Shore by a score of 34-0. Midwest trails Nativity BVM right now by a score of 6-2 in the fourth quarter. I don't know if they're playing baseball yeah. or they're playing some football. But again, Nativity BVM has a 6-2 lead over Midwest. And then our Blaze Alexander fourth tough game of the week. It's Danville 38, Montoursville 19 in the fourth quarter. And then it's Mount Carmel 35, Hughesville 0. And again, that's your Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard here in the fourth quarter. Four receivers in for the Green Dragons. Three to the right. Back to pass to Shaleski. He's under some pressure. Rolls to his left. They have a holding or a chop block probably. Looks like a chop block. And they have another penalty in the play where they just leveled Shaleski after he threw the ball. It's going to be a late hit. but That would be a late hit. Um, so you're going to have offsetting penalty is what it amounts to. Yeah, replayed it down over. Yep. And, and again, that's just that, that penalty there with the late hit is just uncalled for because... The play's over for a good three seconds. And, yeah. And the Shiklummy kid just comes in and just hammers Shedleski. And, and that's the thing with Greg. That's why Shiklummy's one in five. I yeah. mean, again, not trying to be ignorant towards them, but they play un- so undisciplined. And uh, you know, they have, I think they have a good ball club. Uh, they've shown that in the first half there that they have the potential to move the ball and put some points on the board. But uh, you know, when you're when you're getting guys ejected after plays and a late hit like that, that yeah, it's just uh, because that would have backed Wolfsburg up another oh, ten yeah. yards, another ten yards, know? spot of the foul. So it's now third down. Ethan Spalding's in at quarterback. Shotgun formation. Slot left and right. Motion by Witherite to the right. Spalding just takes it up the middle, breaks the tackle. He's at the 20. He cuts outside. He's at the 15 and hit out of bounds about the 15-yard line. Pick up uh, on the play of about six yards, seven yards. Brings him down to the 15-yard line. will bring up fourth down and four. Yeah, good, good uh Good run there by Spalding to the left side there. Good block downfield. What I like to see is there was our lineman continuing to go downfield and sticking with blocks. Grant Adams really laid somebody out there, gives Spalding another three yards. So uh, we're going for it, obviously, on yep. fourth down here, fourth and four. Looks like a power eye formation. Shedleski back in at quarterback. Two tight end, power eye right. Give the ball to Moyers. No, they're faking it. Throwing the tight end is wide open. He just waited a little long to throw it, and he overthrows it out of the end zone. Nick had him wide open early, and he just seemed to wait, hesitate to throw the ball there. Yeah, it looked like the same same situation, Greg, on the last passing situation there. We had ran th- uh, double tight ends out on yep. the pattern in the back of the backfield, and it looks like it's just almost too many guys are open there early on, and it's just which one are you going to throw to, and uh, just unfortunately not able to connect there, turnover and downs, and the Braves take over from their own 14-yard line where the Green Dragons have a lead by a score of 35-14 to 14 with 10.06 to go here in the fourth quarter. First down for the Braves. Balestrini under center. Gives the ball to Mercado around the left side. He's at the 15, the 20. Breaks the tackle. He breaks it clear. He's at the 30, 35. Breaks another tackle. Back across the field. He's open. He's at the 50, 45, 40. And brought down there at the 35-yard line. Flag on the play. He's going to be blocking the back. So it's going to be a, uh, a block in the back. It's going to be at the 45. So it's going to be a huge gain there by Mercado. Did some nifty footwork back and forth with cuts. But, uh, again, the Shikalemi away from the ball. 
Yeah. You're going to be 10 yards behind the play, and, and you get hit for a block in the back. So that's going to be at the 45, Greg. They're going to mar- march it back to uh, the Shiklami 45. Right. Still be a first down, though. Yep, still first down. But uh, could have been, you know, 25 more yards there. Instead, just undisciplined and, and just... Yeah, and there are mistakes. There are mistakes they can't make. In fact, that's a 15-yard penalty back all the way to the 40-yard, 41, their 41-yard line. So, again, mistakes, penalties continue to hurt the Braves. Yeah, that's just a good hard run there by Mercado. Picks up 27 with the the penalty coming back. Unbalanced line to the right for Shikalimi. Balestrini back to pass, looking to his left. Throws a quick slant out there. Tilford in his hands and out. So it makes it second and ten now for the Braves. Good pass. And a real good pass there by Balestrini. It was just a uh, you know, straight back drop and just a slant coming across the middle. He put it right there where his receiver could only catch it, and uh, Tilford not able to catch it and bring it in. Sets up a second and long here. It's nice to see Lucas back in the ball game. Yeah. Final score is Shemokin 48, Seals Grove 8, and that, that score shocks me. Yeah, it does. Tilford here to the right with one-on-one coverage by Romel Brown. Back to pass, looking to his left. Throws a pass out to the left and well overthrown on a wheel route by Binghamton out of the backfield and brings up third down and 10 now. And Again, this is a place where Schick is not comfortable throwing yeah, the ball. Not at all. And the thing is, you got a young quarterback has shown the ability to make some plays, but he's staring down his staring down nope. his primary receiver. And the other thing with Schick is just picking up real quick from the first snap of the game is if their receivers are not involved in the play, Greg, they're they're not, they're not running. They're not they're not running around. Yeah. They're not selling it at all. They're giving up on the play as it's gone. And that's just just undisciplined. But again, that's why they're one and five. Second down. I mean third down. Fumbled the snap, he gets it back, and he's just going to run the ball, and he's hitting the backfield and drop for a four-yard loss back to the 37. I think that was Coleman Witherite coming in on the stop there for the Green Dragons. Yeah, bad, bad center quarterback exchange there, and uh, Balestrini just has to roll out, takes a, takes a, gets tackled there for a four-yard loss. So Gittins is coming in to punt now for Braves as it's 4th and 14 from their own 37-yard line. So they had field position down to the Lewisburg 35, and now they're punting from their own 37-yard line. So that's a loss almost of 30 yards. Good snap to Gittins. Penalty on the play. I think that's Lewisburg. It's either not enough guys in the line of scrimmage. Ramirez catches at the 40s, at the 45-50, and drug down at the 38-yard, the 43-yard line. But as far as the 41, we'll wait and see what the penalty is. I don't know if Schick had enough guys in the line of scrimmage. It's against Schick Lemmy. Yeah, they didn't have enough guys on the line of scrimmage. So that will move the ball now to the 36-yard line. Good return there by Ramirez again. It was. Fielded that on the run and took off to the left side there and just showed his speed getting down the left sideline there and uh, good return. As you said, down to the Braves 36 yard line with the. 8.33 to go in the ball game, first and 10 for Lewisburg. Power eye left. Moyers is a tailback. Unbalanced line to the left. 
Churn giving the ball to Moyers off the left side. He breaks outside. He's at the 35-30. Cuts back inside to the 20. And brought down out of bounds about the 15-yard line. Pick up a 21 in the play for Max Moyers. Yeah, good run there. Breaks another tackle after initial contact. Gets out and just shows that speed and that, and that power. Picks up 21 yards there and uh, gets the first down for the Green Dragons. Down to the 16. 15 they spotted. spotted yep. So a 21-yard gain there for Max Moyers. And it's now first down again for the Green Dragons. Power I left. Give the ball to Dobler up the middle. He's at the 10-yard line, hit there, and brought down a 10, a 5-yard pickup for Draven Dobler. Yeah, good hard run there, getting the big man the ball again. We're seeing him get a, about in the carry each week now and picks up 5 yards there, going off the off the right side there. Clock continues to roll, down to 7.50 here in the fourth quarter. Green Dragons leading by a score of 35-14. Again, power eye formation. Moyers gets the ball up the middle off the left side, and he walks into the end zone for a 10-yard touchdown run. 41-14, Lewisburg. Yeah, Max Moyers just off the left side. We talked about it. As Shicklemy just buries their head, and, uh, you know, there again just shows his speed and power off the left side. Nobody even comes near five yards of him. Gets in, extends the lead for the Green Dragons as he takes it in from uh, 10 yards out. Sabo in to try the extra point. He was good on his last attempt, Alex Sabo. Good snap, kicks down, it's up, and it's good. It's now 42-14 for Lewisburg. 7.36 to go in the ball game, a 28-point lead for the Green Dragons. And that's 28 unanswered points in the second half, Greg, as we want it. You know, that's... that's Actually, it's 42, 42, yeah. 42 on yeah. points because Shiklemi jumped out to the 14-0 lead and the, and the Green Dragons scored in the first half off of a punt return and a defensive uh, fumble return to nine it up at 14. And then in the second half, we saw the defense not only shine in here, but we also saw the offense get back in sync and start to make some plays. And uh, it's a good sign here as uh, I think we're going to start seeing some fresh faces coming in for the Green Dragons as they have this commanding lead. Yeah, I believe you're right, Justin. And, uh, you know, I have Moyer unofficially for 196 yards, Justin. So his night might be over. And uh, they need to save him. They have some tough games coming up. Yep. Let's see who's going to kick off for the Green Dragons now. Zapo's uh, coming in to kick off for the Green da- Dragons. And deep for the Braves is Nathan Luciano and Jay Young Allen. Sabo's getting ready to approach the ball. High kick. Taking Allen back to the five. He's out to the 10, 15, cuts up the middle, hitting tackled about the 24 yard line. Good open field tackle there by the Green Dragons, and that was uh, Romel Brown bringing him down there. Yeah, Romel Brown, he's in spotting in on the tackle. So, first down for the Braves.
And we see, let's see, some new faces in there. Jack Landis is in the secondary right now. Ethan Dominic's in there. And off the, off the right side is, uh, I think that was Tilford. Gained nothing on the play brought down there by Roman Askinoff. Askinoff and Feldman again. Feldman coming downhill from that middle linebacker position. Plays a good hit there on Tilford again. And uh, gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that is it. So it makes a second 10. Seven minutes to go in the ball game. Balestrini brings him out. Wide receiver to the left is Lyles. Balestrini looks left. Throws it out to Lyles, catches a spot pass, breaks one tackle, and falls forward to about the, well, push forward to the 42, a gain of 17 on the play. First down for Shikalimi. In plains defensive back is Dante Sims now for the Green Dragons. So the ball's on the, the spot on the 41-yard line. Well, it should be on the 42. The official's coming in from the far side to move it. First and 10 from the 42-yard line. This time, Wiles is out to the right. Balestrini under center gives the ball and a handoff up the middle. Hit at the 44 and falls forward to the 46. Is your running back, Herring. Pick up a four in the play. Second and six. Coming into the game for the Green Dragons, Simeon Byler. And also for Zelachowski. Ethan Spalding and Ronnie Lentz coming out for the Green Dragons. Wide receiver to the right, Balestrini under center. Fakes it, gives the ball on a little short pass to Herring and leaps over a would-be tackler for a first down to about the 42-yard line. So it'll be first and 10 on the Green Dragons, 42. For Schicklin at 5.48 to go in the fourth quarter. Yeah, pick up 12 there, just a little bringing the back out of the flat there. Clear out coverage with your receiver on the right side for Schick goes down on a fly route, clears out to the side there, hits him in the flat for a 12-yard pickup. Pretty much uh, the entire second team is in there right now for the Green Dragons. On Schickling still going with a number one offense. Yep. Balestrini under center, motion to the right this time. Turns, gives the ball to Bingaman up the middle, breaks one tackle, hit at the 35 and falls forward to about the 31 for a gain of 11 on the play and a first down. Yeah, just off the side there, Bingaman, his first carry of the night. I'm sorry. That was Joel Durr, not Bingaman. Was it? Yeah, it okay. was Durr. You can't tell what their numbers if it's 32 or 42 there. Wide receiver to the right is Mason, Mason Brubaker. Unbalanced line to the left. Balestrini gives it on a handoff around the left side. He's at the 25, breaks into clear, and that will be a 31-yard touchdown run for Nathan Luciano. 4.55 to go in the game, makes the score 42-20. to 20. Big hole opened up on the left side for... Luciano, and he ran untouched into the end zone for a 31-yard touchdown run. Yep, just off the left side. And uh, again here, and uh, you know, as time's winding down, 4.55 to go here in the fourth. 
Balistrini's the holder. Gittins is the kicker. Waiting for a Schick player to get off the field now. See what the snap. Good snap. Kicks down and up, and it's good, and it's now 42-21. get a break in this action here, Greg. Let's take a look at that Blaze Alexander Ford Alltown scoreboard as, as some of the finals are coming in. As you said, that mm-hmm. game uh, that game between uh, Shemokin and uh, Seals Grove. Grove was the final. And as we get some other scores coming in here, it was Shemokin 44, Seals Grove 8. It's Bloomsburg 21, Warrior Run 15. It's Wellsboro, a final, 20, Milton 7. Central Columbia, it's a final, 48 for Central Columbia, 27 for South Williamsport. Late in the fourth, it's Loyal Sox 24, Mifflinburg 14. Montgomery with a final victory, 15-14 to 14 over Muncie. Again, that's Montgomery, wow. 15, Muncie, 14. Southern Columbia has that 34-0 lead over Jersey Shore. And... Uh, it's right now late in the fourth. It's Nativity BVM 9, Midwest 8, and it's Danville 52, Montoursville 19, late in the fourth, and that's our Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week. Again, Danville 52, Montoursville 19. It sounds like Danville's really taken over in the second half. And it's Mount Carmel 35, Hughesville 0. And again, that's your Blaze Alexander Ford Allentown scoreboard here in the fourth. And don't forget, after tonight's game, you can turn on over on Eagle 107 for the Sunbury Motors game night. It's the Sunbury Motors game night every Friday night. After the game, you can turn into Eagle 107.3 FM for all those scores and highlights. Onside kick, and it just goes out of bounds. So it should be Lewisburg's ball. It was batted by Lewisburg, and Shiklimi did recover, but it was out of bounds when they recovered. Oh, they're giving it to Shiklimi. Wow. I, I did not see that. I saw him recover, but it was out of bounds. What I saw him, he was, yeah, he was I, well out of bounds. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one, Greg. It just uh, it looks like we're bringing back in the... We're bringing the number ones back, back in. in. Yep. Yep. 42 tw- should be, I believe, 42-21. That kick was good. So now Balestrini's under center. Turns, gives the ball to fullback up the middle. Herring, and he's hit hard there. Maybe gain of yard down the bottom of that pile is Graydon Feldman. He's had a heck of a game tonight. He really has. He's done a great job for uh, the Green Dragon defense tonight. Pick up a three in the play to the 39-yard line. Makes it second and seven. 4.30 to go in the ball game. Lyles is coming in. He's out wide to the right. Palestrini under center. Back to pass. Looking for Lyles on the right side. Throws a quick out to Lyles who catches it. And he falls down at the 31-yard line for a first down. Make it now first and 10 on the 31-yard line. 4-10 to go in the ball game. Yeah, pickup of eight there for the Braves. He gets first down. That's the 23rd pass attempt tonight for Shikalimi, Greg. Wow. That's, that's more than they wanted to throw, I guarantee you. Yeah. So first and 10 now for Shikalimi at Lewisburg 31-yard line. Balestrini turns, gives the ball in a handoff to Luciano and hit in the backfield and dropped for a loss. Good pursuit there by Ghost, and he came in and wraps yep, him up Josh and brings Ghost him down hard. Brings him down hard, and he's not moving. The, now. the Chicklemy ball carrier is not moving. It's going to be a loss of four. A loss of four back to the 35-yard line. 
Well, they're going to spot it at 34 the way it looks. Justin, so a loss of three. Okay. See that re- the official on this side standing at the 34. <laughs> Get a little more progress. Yeah, good, good penetration there by Josh Ghost. Yeah, got in, wrapped him up, and brought him down. I know Shiklemi's played a lot of different ball carriers tonight, but boy, you just hate to see anyone get hurt like yeah, exactly. that. Exactly, especially late in the game here, <laughs> and that's the thing, you know, late in the game. It's uh, pretty much garbage time right now. I hate, hate to use that terminology, but it's just reality. It's garbage yep. time up by uh, three scores here and uh, late in the game. Justin, uh, were you surprised with the Shemokin Seals Grove score? I really was, Greg. I thought, you know, Seals Grove, I thought, has really turned the corner and uh, is really having a good season for how young they are. You know, a young freshman quarterback, and I and I still think they're the favorite in that uh, in that f- District 4-4A classification. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's as you would handicap it out, you know, and just look at it. I would say that they're the favorite there. But uh, Shemokin, I'll tell you what, give them credit. Their defense, they we are. saw their defense the other week. It's pretty stout, you know. Yep. Uh, they're not flashy on offense, but uh, their defense gets it done for them. But to put up that many points here tonight, um, they're obviously able to move the ball and making some plays happen. And then, I think that was Seals Grove's homecoming, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Not a good night for homecoming no. for, the, for the Seals. He's walking off. He's not walking off field. He is being helped off the field. He's not putting any weight on his left leg at all, which is not a good thing to see. Uh, he had a touchdown run earlier tonight of 31 yards, and it's just a, a shame to see him hop off the field like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> So the Braves have the ball now on their own, on Lewisburg's 34-yard line. It'll be second and 13. Clock's moving, 3.40 to go in the game. Unbalanced line to the right. It's time to give the ball and hand off off the right side. Picks his way forward to about the 31-yard line. Picked up a three in the play by Ulysses Mercado. Yeah, getting Feldman, Ghost in on the tackle, and cleaned up there by Ronnie Lentz. Defense has just really showed up there since the second quarter. I'll they they really have. They're Justin. pursuing to the ball. It's a, it's a good sign. Yeah, because next week they have a heck of a running back. They yeah, got a ran, that tomb ran against yep. us hard last year. Third down and 10 for the Braves. Unbalanced line to the right. Split backs. Back to pass is Ballestrini, looking to his left, rolling to his left. Throws a slow dump pass to uh, Herring. He picks out the first down, but there's a flag on the play. Should be Lyman downfield. 71 was down further than the running back was that caught the ball. See what the call is here. If that's the case, we'll bring up fourth down and 15 because that will be lost it down if that's the play. Oh, it's personal foul against the Green Dragons. Wow. I didn't see that. Like I said, I didn't I, see that. I didn't see that. I thought it was actually going to be a hold, to be honest with you. <laughs> I thought there was a hold here. I saw the lineman downfield standing at the 22-yard line. He was eight yards downfield. So make it first down and goal from the 10. 2.45 to go in the ball game as the Braves break the huddle. 
Palestrini under center. Gives the ball and a hit in the backfield by Draven Dobler. What a hit in the backfield by Dobler. Noah Wrights had no, he had nothing to do there. I mean, Dobler shot through the hole, threw him for a two-yard loss back to the 12. Yeah, he shot out a cannon there to Dobler. That's where, you know, we're seeing our linebackers tonight playing, you know, between Dobler and Feldman just, just coming in. And, you know, we've seen Ronnie Lance from his free safety position yep. coming downhill and just putting some hits on these guys. Second down and goal from the 12. Lyle split out wide to the right. Ballestrini straight back to pass. Looking to his right. Throws a high pass into the end zone. Picked off by, I can't see, Ethan Dominic is that or is that? No, that's Gavin Sheriff. That's Gavin Sheriff, his first game of the year. Back in and picks it off in the end zone. Lewisburg will have the ball on the 20-yard line. And that could be our fourth quarter Shemogandam Health Center backbreaker play of the game, Greg. Yep. Yeah, you know, Sheriff coming back from the injury finally gets his opportunity and he shines as uh, Shikami was driving there and just again locking down, looking on Lyles the whole time was the quarterback and uh, Sheriff read it all the way and went up, brought it down for the interception and uh, turnover for the Green Dragons as they'll take over from their own 25 with 153 to go here in the fourth with a lead 42-21. First and ten for the Green Dragons. They break the huddle. Looks like Spalding's in at quarterback. Under center. Spalding takes the ball and handoff to Sheriff. Looks like around the left side he's out to the about the 20. They're going to mark him at the 32-yard line. Pick up a 12. First down. Yeah, just off the left side there. Seeing Sheriff coming in, getting action on the offense now. And... Uh, Hard run there off the left side there. Just got to recognize the situation, make sure he stay in bounds, but uh, the clock continues to roll. <laughs> 115, 113 to go. Fox running. <laughs> I believe Dobler's still in at fullback. <clears throat> Spalding turns, gets the ball to Sheriff again around the left side. He's at the 35 and runs out bounce at the 40. Two-yard line, 43-yard line, pickup of 11 on the play. Yeah, again, same same side, coming off the left side there. For Gavin, two hard runs there, picks up 12 and 11 yards there. And I, I don't understand why the clock's running. And that's running. why I was just going to ask you, Greg. I don't understand because we've gone out of bounds on both plays. It's not like we're in the mercy roll. No. And uh, the clock continues to roll here. <laughs> Maybe the officials are on our time limit tonight. I don't know. <laughs> There should be a penalty against the Green Dragons as they had 11 guys in the field, or 12 guys in the field. Just taking a knee now, the victory formation, and that will be the last play of the ball game. Lewisburg wins their homecoming game, coming back from a 14-0 deficit to beat the Shiklemi Braves by a score of 42-21. This is Lewisburg Green Dragon football on 100.9 The Valley. Hi, I'm Tracy Subsick. And I'm John Subsick, owners of Carpet Man and Melbourne. After battling breast cancer a few years ago and making a full recovery, our family wanted to help other women fighting the same fight. So this October, our family business again will donate a portion of each sale to the Thyra M. Humphreys Center for Breast Health. They'll cover the cost of mammograms for those who can't afford them. Your visit to Carpet Man in Milton this October will make a difference. We hope to see you in our family store soon. Thanks for your support. 
For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. 10 days of deals going on to October 15th. Huge discounts on in-stock vehicles for the next 10 days. We have the all-new 2019 Ram Bighorn in stock with up to 7,600 in discounts and a few other Rams with discounts over $10,000. Now those discounts are huge. We also have 2019 Jeep Cherokee Latitude Pluses in stock with $4,500 off. Plus, we have over 75 more Jeeps. So come into Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Sunbury today during the 10 days the deal event or give us a call at 988-JEEP or See all the deals at ZimmermanJeep.com. There's no running the plays off the cuff when it comes to buying your flooring from Oberdorf's Carpet One. They have all the latest styles and flooring products, and even more importantly, you'll find the black shoe, no-nonsense player, straight-on approach to solving your flooring dilemmas. There's never a high-pressure, gotta-buy-the-deal-of-the-day. Only sound advice and great plays to assist your flooring purchase. You're a member of the starting team at Oberdorf's Carpet One, just south of Lewisburg. Go Green Dragons! Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life, and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live, and whatever your sport, Shamoka Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shamoka Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind. We're back here at Christy Matthewson Memorial Stadium, where tonight the Lewisburg Green Dragons defeated the Shiklone Braves by a score of 42-21. to Homecoming game for Lewisburg will be a happy homecoming now, uh, as the Braves started out with a 14-0 lead and completely dominated the first half till the last three minutes of the first half when Andrew Ramirez returned to punt 62 yards for a touchdown. And then in the ensuing series, recovered a fumble, uh, that was Dragon Dobler that recovered a fumble and returned it for a touchdown. So Lewisburg, even though they only ran 12 offensive plays in the first half for 12 yards, were tied 14-14. Yeah, it was, it was not good early uh, for the Green Dragons. Came out really, really flat, and hats off to Shiklimi in the first half there. They, uh, they showed they had potential, and yep. uh, you know it's a ball club that has potential. They were able to move the ball, and uh, as you said in the first half, Greg, the, the Green Dragons were only able to have 12 offensive plays for a total of 12 yards, no first downs. So let's take a quick recap of uh, the scoring summary here tonight. Um, and again, that first scoring started with 2.59 left to go in the first quarter. It was Jermez hearing for the Chicago Braves going in from six yards out on the touchdown run. The PAT was good, and the Braves take an early 7-0 lead. And then in the second quarter, with 9.55 to go, it was Drew Balestrini hitting Daryl Lyles with the uh, 31-yard touchdown pass. And the PAT was good, and the Braves jump out and shock the Green Dragons fans here by a score of 14 to 0 and as we said the green dragons offense couldn't get anything going but i'll tell you what special teams got us back in, into this game and as you said it was andrew ramirez with a 62 yard punt return with 215 left to go in the second quarter a successful pat attempt nodded the uh, score to 14 7 still in favor of the braves but the uh, ensuing defensive stand by the green dragons on a third down uh, dakota Snyder strip sack 
creates the fumble. Draven Dobler following up on the play, takes it 32 yards in for the touchdown and a successful PAT attempt. Nodded the score at 14, and that was the score that we took in the halftime. The Green Dragons made some adjustments at halftime and came out with their opening possession. And with 9.08 to go in the third quarter, we had a touchdown run by Nick Shedleski on the quarterback keeper from two yards out. Successful PAT attempt was good, and the score went in favor of the Green Dragons 21-14. And then late in the third, with 4.23 to go, uh, we had we were backed up on a penalty, and it was the Max Moyer show. Off the left side for an 86-yard touchdown run, and the PAT attempt was good, and the Green Dragons extend their lead to a 28-14. And then start the fourth quarter with 11.57 to go in the fourth quarter. This time it was Moyers again, but from four yards out, PAT attempt was good, and the Green Dragons increased their lead to 35-14. to And then in the fourth quarter with 7.38, Moyers once again tonight with his third touchdown, rushing touchdown of the night. This time from 10 yards out, PAT attempt was good, and the Green Dragons increased their score out to 42-14. to And then late in the game, uh, it was Nathan Luciano for the Braves from 30, 31 yards out on the rushing touchdown. And the PAT attempt was good for the Braves. And that score would be 42-21 in favor of the Green Dragons. And that's how we ended here tonight, Greg. Yeah, it's uh, it's a tale of two halves, I essentially. took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, it's uh, unbelievable the way Shiklini played the first 22 minutes of this game yep. and how that punt return by Andrew Ramirez change the whole momentum of the game yep and that and sometimes that's what you need you need a spark you know senior leadership we've seen andrew ramirez playing a great season this year for that defensive position and we see him on the uh, playing a little wide receiver but really shining on that cornerback position had the interception yep. last week and tonight did it with on the punt return and uh what a night for the green dragons homecoming it didn't look good early on but uh they stayed with it and made the plays and and, and improved their record to five and two on the season statistically unofficially for the green dragons <laughs> offensively passing tonight nick Shaleski was two of ten for 31 yards on the ground it was max moyers unofficially 20 carries 196 yards three touchdowns on the night ethan dominic had two carries for no yards nick Shaleski three carries for no yards ethan spalding three carries Excuse me, two carries for 23 yards. It was Draven Dobler for one carry for five yards. And then we had Gavin Sheriff with two carries for 23 yards. On the receiving end for the Green Dragons, it was Brett Newcomb. Uh, excuse me, Charlie Blau with one catch for 18. It was Andrew Ramirez, one catch for 13. And that is your unofficial statistics here tonight for the Green Dragons. Let's take a quick look at the Blaze Alexander Ford out of town scoreboard as those games are coming in and wrapping up and uh, see what kind of finals we have coming in here tonight, Greg. Again, it was Shemokin 44, Seals Grove 8. It's a final. Bloomsburg 27, Warrior Run 22. It was Tamaka 26, North Schoolkill 14. It was Wellsboro 20, Milton 7. It was Central Columbia 48, South Williamsport 27. It's a final. Loyal Sock 24, Mifflinburg 14. Berwick 28, Hazleton 14. Montgomery 15, Muncie 14. And Southern Columbia 34-0, the last score that came in over Jersey Shore. And it's a final. It's Nativity BVM 9, Midwest 8. And our Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week. It's Danville 52, Montoursville 26, and that game is a final. And late in the fourth quarter, it's Newport 20, Lime Mountain 13. And the last scoring update that we had was Mount Carmel 35, Hughesville 0. Again, that's your Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard. And just a recap on that game, uh, Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week. It was Danville 52, Montoursville 26. So that definitely will play an effect in the standings yeah. of the... Uh, um, that Shemokin game well, too. Yeah, the Shemokin you know? game well as well. And don't forget.
to uh, the Sunbury Motors game night right now. Uh, the listen to Sean Carey for all the Valley's highlights and scores coming in. And again, it's the Sunbury Motors game night on Eagle 107 on Eagle 107 10.3 for Sunbury Motors game night, and on Eagle 107. Com and on the WKOK app. And tonight's Smoking Dam House Center backbreaker player of the game, Greg. Where where are you going to go? Are you going to go? Well, you know, I, I have two I'm thinking of, and I'm going to let you be the deciding vote. Andrew Ramirez's interception, I think, was a huge play in this I mean, punt return. return, huge play in this game, and Max Moyer's 86-yard touchdown run. Yeah, they both were uh, They both were huge. And, you know, so often uh, we see Max get it each week, So, and, and he's the offensive stat man, which he deserves it most of the time. I think at that period of the time, we're trailing by a score of 14-0. to zero. We mm-hmm. needed a play made, and our, and our senior uh, special teams uh, punt returner there, Andrew Ramirez, takes it to the house, 62 yards out. I think that's our smoking damn house center backbreaker play. Of the game, and that's the Schmokin Dam uh, Health Center offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and much more. Call 570 743 4333 for an appointment. And again, our, our final here tonight is the Lewisburg Green Dragons 42, the Shickling Braves 21. We'll be back in action next week as we head up to Jersey Shore to take on the Bulldogs. And you can listen to the pregame here on 100.9 The Valley next week at, starting at 6 30. The action will kick off at 7. And, uh, you know, we're looking for another big game next week out of the mm-hmm. Green Dragons as we continue this stretch down uh, to finish up the season. I know. Good job tonight, Greg, by you. I know you're fight, fighting a cold, so uh, way to tough it out. Just uh, just carried on tonight. You toughed it out. The Green Dragons found a way to tough it out. And, uh, again, final here tonight, the Green Dragons 42, the Shickling Braves 21. For our producer back in the studio, it's Isabella Moles. For my partner, Greg Wetzel, I'm Justin Michaels. And thanks for listening to Green Dragon Football on 100.9 The Valley. We all have a path in life. Some play on the field. Others prefer jogging along the riverfront or being a weekend warrior. Wherever your path takes you, we will keep you on it. At UPMC Susquehanna, our top-rated orthopedic team Sports medicine specialists and rehabilitation professionals are the team behind the team. Call 570-321-2020. Blaze Alexander Ford is your premier Ford dealership on Route 45 in Lewisburg. Blaze Alexander Ford prides itself in offering the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle we have in stock. We currently have over $15 million of new and used inventory and over 500 vehicles to choose from. At Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in and be treated the way you want to be treated after the sale. BlazeAlexanderFord.com. It's worth the drive to Route 45. Hey, guess what? What? It's the fall season. I'm aware. The corn maze is open at Cold Stony Hill Tree Farm. We usually go in late October. I want to get the fastest time this year, so we got to get there early and often. This has nothing to do with the maze time. You just want to get there early to pick out a Christmas tree and see all the ornaments. That's just a bonus. The Coles Stony Hill Tree Farm Corn Maze is now open. Visit ColesStonyHill.com to see the hours, buy tickets, and more. And preseason tree tagging has started, too. Hurry up! Don't you dare start singing It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year already. Coles Stony Hill Tree Farm, Mexico Road, Milton. Turbotville National Bank is now in the palm of your hand. Introducing mobile banking. Check your balance, pay a bill, or transfer funds all from your phone wherever you go. It's secure and convenient. Your personal information is protected even if your phone is lost or stolen. Plus, deposit a check with your phone's camera. So download the free app today. Sign up or visit ttnb.com slash mobile to learn more. Turbotville National Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender.
This has been Lewisburg Green Dragons football on 100.9 The Valley. Thank you for listening. Now we join Delilah already in progress.